In every pair of Tecovis boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. A great pair of Western boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that'll draw both eyes and compliments. Tecovis boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tecovis store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. We also offer custom branding and leather stamping if you want to personalize your boots or fine leather goods. As spring makes its way into summer, stay cool in a short-sleeve, moisture-wicking pearl snap or make your own shade with one of their classic straw hats, new in both men's and women's styles. And if you're planning to hit the road, Tecovis's ever-growing lineup of rugged and full-grain leather bags will get you where you're headed in style and are built to last decades. Visit Tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. If you hunt enough, you learn the truth. What you seek speaks a language and knows it well. That's why every Primo's call for everything you hunt is made the right way. We sweat every detail so you get more out of every hunt. And nothing leaves our hand until we know it'll work in yours. Because we don't just make the world's best calls. We speak the language. Primo's. Hello, everybody. This is the Full Scale Outdoors Podcast. I am your host, Dale Luganville. On today's episode, I finally got the hunting crew together. Now, I had to kind of trick them because anytime I usually bring this up, they're like, oh, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Then we get done fishing or hunting, doing whatever we're doing. Like, oh, I'm tired. I got to go. I got a thing. I got a this. I got a that. I tell you, where does their loyalties lie? But I mentioned beer and burgers. After a hunt, a successful hunt, and they're like, yeah, that sounds great. And I was like, pull tabs, I'm in. Boom. Suckers. So anyways, I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bring in the podcasting stuff, and we're going to do a podcast. Now, there was more guys, and I had headphones, so we just did a little swapping here and there when it was required or somebody to go to the bathroom or do whatever so you might hear some of you know hey over here kind of stuff you know talking in the background and uh we also recorded in a bar which is nothing new to the full scale outdoors podcast but just giving you fair warning that there's some background noise uh it didn't really get bad till right at the end we wrapped it up there was a kid crying right behind us but you know hey you gotta fight through that but um yeah so i got the hunting crew fishing crew the outdoor crew whatever you want to call it um that's this one. I've been waiting to do this one. So this is, uh, yeah, you know, it's silliness because it's it's the guys, right? It's this is what the full scale out full scale outdoors podcast is supposed to be. That uh, extension of that hunting crew camaraderie, shit talk. So that's what this one is. So if you are new to the podcast, welcome. I appreciate you downloading and checking this out. If you haven't done so already, obviously you got to do all the things. You know, go on Facebook. Uh, find Full Scale Outdoors, like that. Uh, there's an outdoor group, Full Scale Outdoors group. Join that at Full Scale underscore Outdoors on Instagram. Dale Luganville on Snapchat. Uh, I think that's everything. Um, yeah. So um, don't forget to, if you haven't done already, download the Waypoint app. And uh, you can get all sorts of great content on there. A bunch of 
hunting and fishing shows and documentaries and also a bunch of other podcasts under that same headline. So, uh, yeah, it's a great all-in-one stop shop, and uh, I'll be a part of that. So looking, that's going to be great. Uh, anything else? Any other business? I don't think so. So let's do it. This is the Full Scale Outdoors podcast, and this is The Hunting Crew. Oh, here we go, boys. Go. Ooh, I love that sound. This is a good one. I'm having a very Ain't large no conflict of interest right now. Why? Oh, because you want to go fishing? Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? Oh, some guy out of Michigan. Is he on Lake Michigan? Or is he mm. Erie? Or is that Malax? St. Clair? Lake St. Clair. I would assume. Let's go out there and catch some greenies. St. Clair. <laughs> Be about what we would do. Well, once we failed at trying to catch smallmouth, correct? Because Austin sucks at catching smallmouth. I'd be at an 18-foot rock pile and I'd blow a greenie up. <laughs> <laughs> Trolling, Lindy Riggin. There we go. I mean, or you just go to some unnamed lake in northern Minnesota. Unnamed. Unnamed. Yeah, and I've already named that lake a million times in this podcast. If they haven't heard about it by now, it's probably. their own problem if they haven't listened. Yeah. yeah. Go back. It's not little. There's nothing little about it. Yeah. Oh, now you want to talk? <laughs> I think it's the 18th largest lake in the state of Minnesota that's not shut water up. waters. Shut up, Mike. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't shut up. Go there. Happy it's 17th. awesome. But who was? What was the pro that was just up on Rainy? Wheeler? Was that Wheeler? Jake yeah. Wheeler was just oh. on Rainy. And, and Scott Martin. That was me. I was there last week. Well, you're not a pro. <laughs> oh. Not a pro fisherman. <laughs> Correct. We're not talking about gay porn. I think him and Scott Martin were up there, if I remember. They drove right past it. Literally drove right past it. Although, they did catch some pretty nice fish, but there weren't any green ones mixed in. Yeah. Not that they probably care, but I don't know. That looks awesome. I love it. Should we bring Austin there, or should we just torment them with stories? <laughs> torment the shit out of it. <laughs> He'd fail anyways. He, he, his bank account ain't big enough for all the rocks he'd get stuck in. How about the jigs? That's why I had stuff pouring my own jigs. This, we're gonna have a jig pouring party this. Yeah, winter. we decided that. Drink beer, do jig this all over jig again. Jig pouring and tying and yes. drink beering and yeah, that's a good idea. I'm I didn't in. even think about the podcast aspect of it, but yeah, we'll do that. And you guys feel you're gonna be listening to dozens of people now. I, I'm gonna have a strong pile of one certain color. <laughs> Solid sixty to forty. Well, we need to figure out the exact recipe I, of the magic craw. I have the outcast I have magic craw. Some intel. All right. Well, so I have a connection. I know, but I, I I'll show you later. Okay. Well, that's yeah. I agree. I want that too. I do like that color pattern. Just, so everybody listening, stop buying magic craw from Outcast because I want them. <laughs> Every single one. <laughs> Every single I do. It's like lately I go in and a store has them like slide them right off the sixty dollars later the basket. It's worth it. Is it not worth it? The pike thinks so. Yeah. Well, I didn't use any of those. It's like they say because I'm all out of them. Fish eat fish. I do have I have three swim jigs. Okay, swim jigs in in uh, Magic Cry yet, but 
Those will come back into play here in a couple weeks. Pretty soon. Couple weeks. What was the water temperature yesterday? Uh, 65? Seriously? Yeah. It's dropping. Fast. Seven, 72 on Thursday when I fished. We're still falling. We still found fish and I almost said birds because we were hunting today, but we still found fish. And hunting today. That was 17 it. feet was the magic. Yep. Right in the end of the weeds. Deep weeds. I'm sure it was like a live weed thing. Oh, I need yeah. to bring the camera out there. That had to be what it was. That's a whole different battle we're getting ready to fight, too. Yes. Hmm. Minnesota made. Are we out? Hmm. We can, are we marking cabbage patches on our lakes? We should probably do that. I got a couple marked already. We should probably go to Clearwater with open water. Why don't we just wait till the divers are in and then make it worth our time? Okay, deal. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know what we're going to find. Dude, I thought we were going to do a pelican casting blast. Well, I just said the name of the lake. We can do it all. Oh, if you say so. I ain't bleeping What off-season? Right. What free time? Exactly. There's yeah. no such you thing. You still got to go and shoot a swan, too. True story. I got drawn again this year for a swan tag. We're just going to have to take a day and actually target. Leave everybody else. <laughs> Let's just buy swan decoys and get it over with. There. Okay. We could do that. But we also need to hunt where they're going to be. We weren't. We weren't. They were in the area, but they weren't using the body of water. We, we could have killed on. a couple of decoys last year. <laughs> they would have flew, flown close Maybe. enough. I think you could have killed one that flew over that you probably probably could have killed the one that flew over last year but you wanted to decoy there was one that flew over and that didn't fly over me do you think i'm not shooting at a swan at 50 you're insane his mic still ain't <laughs> close enough to his mouth probably not Bueller? he said two Bueller? words Bueller? can you hear me now i can hear you kind of sort of i can turn you up when i put this together it's not a big deal no so this is the first weekend of early goose season in minnesota and yesterday it was, rough. was shit Real rough. Understatement. We had birds were using it the night before, and they weren't using it the morning after. Because <laughs> that's this. I don't know. A good way to make a, a short story even shorter. Yesterday just seemed like a weird day. It was Nothing, a weird day. Big crow feeds that didn't show. Big. I mean. Yeah, there was literally animal hundreds, activity was low. In hundreds general. of crows in that field when we went in there yesterday or the day before, and there were some around, but. I just overall animal activity seemed low. We did shoot a pigeon. We got one pigeon out of that field. One goose. Yeah. And one goose. Then they shot one that evening. We didn't hunt, but. Yeah. And today, on the other hand. Well, today wasn't looking great either. Today sucked. Because we fished after hunting. Austin and I went bass fishing and caught some. That wasn't great either. I hooked. Well, I technically didn't hook it. That was one there was a, fish for a There was again? a massive northern pike. On the end of well, my He line. made it around the boat. Take I thought it was a muskie. Take your fish for a walk? Kind of did. I did walk it around the boat because I didn't want it to freak out. It was getting ready to freak out. But I don't think it had a hook in it. I think it just had the trailer. The and then it just let go. That was a big one. <laughs> anyway, back to the hunting today that got sidetracked. Yeah, so after <laughs> fishing, there was a, I'm assuming, a huge accident on the freeway oh, yeah. that we dipped off. Almost causing an accident by getting, no, not really. But <laughs> I did go from the left lane <laughs> to, to, the the exit ramp. to the exit ramp. I'm like, can I make it? I can make it. <laughs> so I'm not getting stuck in this. This looks bad. And then, so we already, I'm like, we were right there by the water treatment facility, which is usually a goose roost by where we're hunting. So, well, we're right here. We might as well see if anything's on it. Out of proximity. And there wasn't. No. So we're like, well, we might as well go check out the field. Because Joel wanted us to scout it. 
we weren't going to do it at first. We're like, well, we're hunting it regardless, so what's the point of even scouting it? But, so, we went, and there was nothing. <laughs> Some doves. We drove around a little bit, not just taking kind of a long way back to the freeway because we, well, the one exit is closed and the other one. So, anyways. We hardly even saw a goose when we were out driving around. We saw three geese flying <laughs> when we were fishing, and that's it. That's all we saw. So, we're like, well, we might not see anything <laughs> tomorrow. But... This is also tells you why you don't know unless you go. Right. And the last time, this is also the only small grain field in the area. It's only 20 acres. The last time this field was small grain. We, Circa 1998. Yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> we hunted the same way. We just went in blind and we smashed him. Well, you, that's, Both days, you had no options Pretty much the whole. Yeah, well, I, literally it was our only field we had permission for. I was pretty young into the game, too, back then. I yeah. didn't know what the hell I was doing. So, you know, really, we got lucky. Not to say we know what we're doing now, but wow. I could fake, yeah, a little it. Better I idea. fake it better. <laughs> you learned well <laughs> from we your women. You were faking it too well. It was married long right enough. True. Figure this out. Yeah, just pay attention. Yeah, this, Nobody at this table cares if the other person fakes it. No. Let's be honest. No. I've won every race I've entered. <laughs> I believe that, actually. <laughs> Whatever. It is what it is. 100 believe that. I'm a grower, not a shower. Yeah. <laughs> I never even really knew what that... I, I still don't really get that saying. I mean, I know what they're trying to say, but it's like neither one of those things are like a compliment to your manhood. No. And I ain't going to find <laughs> out grower, if it's not a, a shower. Thing. Okay. <laughs> it needs to grow? Does it need to grow? Because if it needs to grow... You got problems. I'm sorry. You got problems. <laughs> and there's nothing you if can do about it. If it needs to grow, then you just get a really big forward of the light bar on top. <laughs> I know one of those guys. <laughs> oh, what did I? I told you, Nate. If you don't I have a I headset saw one on, those trucks gonna, this morning. you're getting targeted. <laughs> so this is also the same Ford that got stopped and stuck on the side of the road because his radiators yeah, they were falling to late. shit. And I do. This needs to be pointed out. Two days in a row, we were set up on time. And look what it got us. Absolutely nothing. The first day. Second day. It got us still got nothing. No. Yeah, we could have been set up at 9 o'clock and been just fine. Well, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So there weren't – what we're getting to with the roundabout uh, scouting talk is that there, I guess, no local birds around for whatever reason. But historically, this area is phenomenal for traffic alone. this area usually loads up. That's why all of us were – Halfway okay going in blind. And today I think it's starting to load up because we had we were very surprised to see uh, some migrating flocks today. High no, flyers head Birds south. don't migrate unless it's cold. Hey, bro. Stop freezing. It's, it's, they only migrate when it's cold. Listen, bro. They're viewed up. all As the guy so eloquently stated on Facebook, don't all waterfall migrate? They, no, actually they don't because we winter birds every year. The fulvous whistling duck in Texas doesn't migrate. This is also true. But that, that looks that's heavy. not a rat. That's Austin's. <laughs> that, that's that look, whatever that is, it looks good. I might eat that. I don't instead. know how we're going to do this podcast and eat. We're not. Well, we are. Just pause it. We can, but let us all get our food first here, and we'll all right, fine. be back into this conversation later. I was going to pimp out where we're at, but then people know we're hunting, and I can't do that. That's fine. We got our lockdown. <laughs> it's true. I don't want to. I think we're good. I think we're good. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. So, well, yeah, we're going to take gonna a pause. This. We're going to eat, and then we'll be back. Hey, we're back, folks. Where were we? And 
we're done eating. That was like record time food consumption. I think what would I you like? Might have been hungry. Can I have a napkin for Nancy over here? You want one with the string attached <laughs> to it? <laughs> Try it. Dip a French fry in it. What? What is it? Some mustard or Ew. something? No. Ugh, I hate horseradish. Man. That's why I like have sushi. I don't. No wasabi. Nasty. All I taste is the wasabi. Why That's are you gonna get point. like? Why is that? Why would you get a good fish like tuna and then cover up the taste? Well, yeah, that valid, valid point. That does make zero sense. We had sushi the other day. We got a couple rolls, which were good, but then I had just. Did you go to actual sushi call it again? Hajime. In plain. Yes. Yeah. And then I got just actual sushi with fish and rice, and it was awesome. I was like, I should have just got all regular sushi. I like think it better you know by now you're there every other week. Not there every other week. I haven't been there in a while. But I was glad I went. Well, but what were we talking about? Hunting. Migrators. We were on today. September yeah, we really 2nd. Got to the migrator. Did we get to the migrator thing? Oh, I don't know. Anyways. September 2nd. So there were migrators is the moral story. And well, they decoyed. They did. We well, saw two flocks early wait. that... We were on the really only about. one de- group decoy. No, we had two. We had two that came down. Two migrators. Wasn't the one like a local group though? No, mm-hmm. more not a chance. The local group of six, then the migrator group of six, and then the migrator group of like eight, where the single came in. And yeah, but we snow. only plucked one out of that one, right? Every bird we killed except for three were migrators, migrators. today. Right. We had two. Well, the, the first group of six just popped over the trees. While I was That's valid. While yeah. I was walking yeah. to take it, it down. Was only, we only worked two. <laughs> yes, we Taking only one worked, for the team, yeah, as they call it. We only worked two groups of migrators. That's not true. Out. We worked four or five oh, that's groups true, today. But they that ignored us, well, which is what migrators then usually finish. do. finish. Yeah, we broke down four or five flocks yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. But that one peeled really one did it. The but first, let's the, give, fir- the, ve- the very first migrating flock. Can we get back it. to this? Awesome. It's September second. Yeah, it's pretty early, but it's also cooler than usual right now. Ninety-five percent of people in the online waterfowl warrior world will call bullshit. Nick Nick Johnson's got my back. <laughs> <laughs> There's a thing with this. If you know, you know. Yeah. If you don't know, you don't believe. Well, it. it's like the uh, calendar migration for divers on the south wind. On the south wind. Answer that one for us. Mm-hmm. Answer that one for us. It's just when they do. <laughs> it's oh, with South wind. We did it. I know. That's what we're saying. That's when they. Oh well, might not have been the right. It did work wind. though. We did see migrators that day. My point. We just we just they didn't decoy us. Yeah. Yeah. We still saw migrating flocks. Well, we every killed them time in the rain. we've done it, we've killed it's them in been the rain. Cloudy. Yeah. yeah, in the rain usually. Well, nice, we beat like the nice shit up. warm rain, south wind, not a, not a strong south wind, like a five to ten. Remember when we accidentally did it the one day? We paddled into that place yeah. and beat the shit out of and the river. And it was spitting rain that day too. You never saw him. All oh, you heard just was came sh- out of the fog. Yeah, heard that diver jet sound. And then one passed it. Yeah, you had gun issues that day. Otherwise, we would have yeah. killed our twelve easy. I did have gun issues that day. And the poor eight seventy. Yeah, when you're eight seventy, how can you call something poor? Well. Because he never cleaned it. It probably jammed because you guilted me into cleaning it. That's when it started jamming. This is a true statement. Gun never jammed until I was literally shamed into cleaning it, and then I had issues with it. So it's your fault, no, well, Austin. It was my fault. <laughs> yeah, Joel shamed you, not I me. I shamed you into it. Probably true. 
you're usually the core of my bad I ideas. I may have supported the I'm the core of your bad ideas. Speaking of bad ideas. We do some stupid. Who's getting pull tabs? I'm in. Reach <laughs> for their wallets. Come on, Michael. Well, it's got to be one of these two. They got to go get it. Right. Cause they I go with Nolan. On. Nolan, you go get it. Whichever one looks the best. And for those and for those not in the upper Midwest, pull tabs are kind of like a scratch-off It's cardboard crack. Yes, ticket. cardboard crack is the accurate term. But it's for charity. It's for the children. <laughs> no, it, it is most of the time. <laughs> no, well, it's it has the to hockey legally, teams. The, yeah. Legally in the state of Minnesota, it's called charitable gambling. Oh, when did in this order get to here? gamble a little while ago, the right. proceeds must go to some sort of charity. So a lot of times it's fire like department has them. fire department or really? boosters for a hockey team yeah. or a soccer yep. team or something like that. Fire department uses it to buy. Well, we we donate equipment. to other charities and donate to the food shelf, and we use it to okay. buy, buy equipment. Mike Beaglebach is talking. For those nobody's going to know. No Nobody knows. knows who any of us are. Wants to know. I've been mentioned um, in other true. podcasts. There was have, have you, was it probably referencing his oh, bad I goose thought calling? Maybe it was t- terrible shooting and no, it's his bad goose calling. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> or bad goose calling. Well, no, it's I won't call it bad goose calling. It's just not it's existing. non-experienced. Yeah, it's he needs it. But just today, practice from the tips that we learned from Nick Johnson. Mm-hmm. He's cracking which, it over. So now he's on the he's on the road to. Which that's out. a good one to download and just keep in your back pocket. If you ever need yeah, I've a been, refresher, you ever need just I've it's been, a half hour. You got a half hour to kill. Mm-hmm. You guys doing it? You scout driving to work every day. You drive to work. You drive to the field. If you're dumb like us, you drive an hour and a half one way every weekend. I've been messaged by a couple people that were like that one. I've already listened to it like five times. <laughs> it's good. It's, it's a, a good refresher. I it gets you a, back to the basics. Yeah, I got a message on the Go Wild app. That somebody is like, I'm not going to log this every time because for those who don't know the Go Wild app, it's like you can log your activity and you yes, build sir. up like points. And, How's uh, the use box look? <laughs> Such a loaded question. Uh, how does the use Such box? How use? <laughs> you decide. We're going to lose regardless. It doesn't matter. Right. It's for the children. Well, I generally will go with the fresh box. <laughs> Are there any winners out of the fresh box? How experienced of a used fresh box? box? Fresh box. <laughs> go fresh box. If there's not How a single fresh. winner out of the fresh box yet, take the fresh, fresh box. box. All right. All right, we're going fresh Should've box. Should have gone used. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Somebody's going to put 20 in and pull out like Probably. 300. So who's here? Well, you don't pull out in a, in a – well, you should pull out in a fresh box. Don't pull out of a – you can yes. probably get away with not pulling out of a used box. Mm-hmm. Less chances of spending more money on a used box. True. <laughs> yeah. If you catch my drift. <laughs> I think they do. Anyway, so this guy, he's like, I've already listened to this thing however many times. Like, I'm only going to log it once, though. <laughs> but so people are getting a lot out of that. So That's they, good. Thank Nick for that one. It's all him. Someone was like, hey, that was really good. I'm like, I would love to take credit for that, but I literally hopefully, just had uh, to get out of the way. Hopefully you can get <laughs> Nick on for a duck calling tutorial as well. He's pretty efficient well, he on a duck call a from what I hear. He is a champ. Yeah. Champion. Yeah. We need to get him on a hunt. So we need to do. That would be fun. Well, looking at the weather for next week. <coughs> yeah. Might have next another, Saturday could be fun. Might have another one of these migrator days, as we call them. And we're going to set the trailer. And the other trailer. Only one trailer? <laughs> How many decoys do we have out today? I don't know. 14 dozen? 15 dozen? We didn't even bring a trailer. Nothing and crazy. And how fast did we pick them up? 
10 minutes. <laughs> On the dot, 10 minutes. 15 dozen decoys. We had six guys. That's which a lie. does help. We had probably 17 dozen today. Six guys that know what they're doing. And, well, five guys that know what they're doing and Mike. And <laughs> <laughs> True. I'm not going to argue. <laughs> Zero and, argument uh, there. But there are, you know, dive bombs. Which We've is gotten the new, on the dive bomb Which train. is your new toy. They're they're very efficient. They look good. They're efficient. And we killed birds over them, so now well, I feel they better. Worked. And no, nobody wife, may know this, but worked. we are. That's <laughs> what did it. That's what did it. We're kind of decoy whores. We did add. So we brought more decoys than we thought we were going to use. We were not expecting it to be a, a day like this because of it's September the, it was 2nd. that, and it was forecast to be no wind today, but it was a, there was a nice breeze out of the like northeast. Well, it was definitely the whole not time. The two mile an hour forecast. Yeah, we saw those two flocks earlier that we, him and Hod on, looked like they were, v'd up heading south, and we're like, we're like those look like migrators. they were a little low. Well, they, they what happened is they probably just got off the roost yeah, to go maybe, and they weren't up there yet. But then that first bunch we broke down, but we didn't have. They, they were, were breaking the, down before we, we, we saw. We shot a goose within yeah. the first hour till nine o'clock, and there was nothing. Pretty much. We didn't bleak. hear much shooting around the area either. We heard some real far off, but even that wasn't a lot. Like It was like a volley once every half hour or something. If that. It wasn't great. Also, not that many cranes around. I mean, not that there's a season here, but that's usually, I mean, this area is usually shit stacked with cranes. Give it a couple weeks. Yo, it's going to load up for sure, for sure, for sure. All right. <laughs> Pull tabs in the house. <laughs> Sounds like a horror service. Mike's just gonna watch. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna watch. Is this a cheap box or a expensive box? You usually don't Looks find like out how that until much later in the relationship. That's there needs to be price tags. <laughs> it should be. You can window shop and expiration dates. Like well, how many years do I have before this ruins my life? <laughs> Is this twenty or what? <laughs> 20-ish. Yay. Yay. And we're gambling. And we're hunting. And we're fishing. Is there any legalities of broadcasting and gambling at the same time? I don't think there is. Probably. We're not in a casino. Whatever. Not making money. And it's charitable. It. And it's for the children. It's for the children. Should we send all the money down to the hurricane victims? The Bahamas? Yeah. They got, Florida got lucky. Right out of the gate. Not a winner. There's going to be a Psych. lot of that. Can we get the... The sound of it. She gave us a nice train to throw oh, yeah. it. Does that work? You stack yeah. them up first. And thing, nothing. So what faked me out is this one here looked like looked like a line through it, and it's Kinda just does. a hand holding a pencil. That's rude. That no, is I'm putting rude. them in the same direction so I can pull through them in two seconds. <laughs> we already know you can pull in two seconds, Joel. <laughs> My point. I win every race. <laughs> Not a problem. <laughs> yeah, well, I got to keep it going. The people are be like, what are they doing? I'll well, we're busy. Yeah. yeah. They don't even know who they are. Yeah, well, well, we have Joel, properly Joel introduced Kotke, Austin Linder, Mike Beaglebach. Just some random guys off the street, really. Pretty much. Nate. What's your last name again? Manhor. Boyer, there it is. From Boyer's Customs. The one guy that actually has a custom, to, uh, a custom, a business, a business to pimp out is too much of a pussy to put the headphones on. So you know what? I'm not. I'm gonna edit that out. 
We should have gone with the used box. We definitely should have gone with the used box. We just donated $100. He did, he did uh, weld me up a really nice uh, evaporator pan for maple you syrup. You need a door. Yeah, but he didn't put the handles in the middle of it, so it carries all the It is a little tippy. You need a few doors built for your oh, yeah, boat. Definitely. Yes. Like the handle legit yeah, came the, off Yeah, yesterday. the latch came out yesterday. <laughs> Oops. That boat needs to be caught on fire on accident <gasps> or purpose. How dare you, sir? Well, it needs, it's time for an upgrade. Would love to upgrade. So if everybody would just continue to download the Full Scale Outdoors podcast, and share it with your friends, like, comment, rate, review. And take donations. <laughs> <laughs> I should. I, I am not donating. What do we win? Two dollars. All right. Four bucks. I'm uh I'm on a roll. I'm batting a thousand over here. Same. By a thousand, I mean zero. Well, when about us guys are goose hunting right away this morning? You know, maybe it'll look up and Are you end. saying we just need to play for three hours? Yeah. Uh-huh. Then it'll pan out. <laughs> I don't know that I have the funds for that. One. It starts with one. one. Thing. Was there a 60-yard shot at a decoying bird, too? <laughs> oh, should we get into that? Yeah, I, th- I, I think we kind of derailed our conversation. Should we get into that? Should Hunter? we get in? We should start with the backstory of yesterday and how this all started. Yeah. How I got yelled at for not. Well, yeah, okay, so Joel is usually our shot caller because somebody's got to be. And more times than not, wow. it's fine. Wow, 20, and I got zero winners out of that. Same. And generally, he does a good job without controversy. But, but yesterday we had a flock in relatively early, and it wasn't doing it, doing it. It kind of sort of looked like they might swing out around and come in, but they were breaking up, and... Austin and I are pretty much in agreement, like, we should probably shoot these now. But I'm under the impression it's the first bunch of the day, the first bunch of the season. I want to see what they're going to do. Well, we found out. And it was fly the other way. (laughs) And they were in range. That's the thing. It's like they were in range. And we could have probably shot, I don't know, three to five at least. Yeah. I mean, we're all fairly proficient shots. Yeah, we did have kind of a well, not really a newbie with us, but yes. he hasn't hunted in a long time. He he's never hunt. layout he hunted. Just, oh, he's never layout hunted. Okay, that was his first goose he shot later that night. Which yeah, kind of cool. Which is awesome for him. Yeah, first legal goose he said. <laughs> there <laughs> is that. He shall remain nameless. Uh, there's a, probably a statute of limitation there, anyways, right. but I think you know one. Goose is not going to hurt the population too much. Uh, you never know. But anyways, not that I'm not it's promoting like poaching. Ahead. Let's just throw that out there. But anyways, so that was pretty cool that he got his first goose. It was awesome. No, I'm you're ready. Ripping I'll all take those. another one. Thank you. Nope. Here, you want to open that in your microphone? I'm good. <laughs> you have a microphone, Mike. Why would you do it mine? Ah, uh, yes, please. Oh my god. Yeah, I think it's in there. Eh. You only get so much out of a bottle. Cans are better. <laughs> Beer. Somebody, didn't you? I thought, Nate, didn't you order a bush light? Oh. What? Yes. $2. Oh, we oh. had our playbacks. Yeah. All, all $6 of playbacks after $100. Here we go. Here we go. Big money, big money, no. big money. No, no money. money. How about new Scott? How about two more dollars? So Austin and I bitched at Joel for not calling the shot. Which is also fairly typical. We we didn't really bitch, though. We were just like, we could have. We were just like, we We could have. Yeah, we're like. Well, it was more the second time when those other three circle back. The only thing, and I talked to Austin about this when we went fishing yesterday, is that. Behind my back. Well, of course. Because you weren't there. Correct. I would have said it in front of your face. It doesn't really matter. My only thing was because if it was just us three. 
we would have killed him. It'd have been like whatever, not not shooting him. But we had this this other guy with us who was the landowner of the field we were hunting, who was inexperienced. So it was kind of like I it was more of like to me I was more of like a guide mindset, and with a guide mindset, birds on the ground equate a successful day. Whereas we've shot birds before, birds on the ground while is nice when they do it right is even more gooder. So it's all depends on where you're at in the game. Yeah. So, but that's my point is like where I was like, it would have been nice to just put geese on the ground because he would have had a better experience. Right. He would have had, it would have been more of a successful yep. day for him because we shot the one goose that morning. And then later he went out with, uh, there was just two of them and then they shot right. one and he got, he shot it. So thankfully he got to shoot one of them, but I don't know. It's tough taking those shots right away in the morning knowing there's been birds in the field for a week and a half straight. Well, yeah, you can even talk just, about the difference like we had today. Show up. They just, I mean, we Wait. thought, here we go. Here's the first flock. That's the thing. We cut you some a... slack. It's just like my mindset was like, I wish you would have put those birds well, on the ground. Well, that's the thing. We all banter and bicker at each other, and it's done and over with. But take your, you, you fuck up, take it. Well. Whatever. Well, good. Well, then you get to, you get to take it. But then the there's guys like today. Austin that just decide to shoot at two packs on the ground when there's 80 birds behind them. Or Nate shoots across everybody at teal. That happens too. Or, or, <laughs> when <laughs> you're landing the seven pack and you're waiting for the last one to get in, and then Nate just train wrecks a decoy on purpose. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> was on the, purpose. I think we should tell that story because that was a hunt that is surprising. Well, I wasn't even there for that one. You weren't there for that. Mm -hmm. I'll pass this off. Sir. Yeah, all right. Well, there's no defending what he did. Um, <laughs> well, so we got – it was like – it was permission, but it wasn't that kind of permission because the field we wanted, they were already hunting, right? The guy that we kind of got permission with. Joel, stop texting and be in this conversation. I'm in this conversation. <laughs> the field we scouted had – an absolutely ridiculous amount of birds in it for what? the time of year. There was a group hunting that field, was there not? There was, and I had to weasel. I won't call it weasel. I made many, many visits to said farmer to get permission to run traffic off his feet even. So we procured permission to a we did. field. We did. This field was less than ideal. It was dirt. <laughs> it literally was like disc. There might have been a better hide in the kid's sandbox at the elementary school. Disc <laughs> dirt. It, it was Flat bad. as can be. So rolled. We, it was we, rolled, too. We dug in a little bit, didn't we? Yeah. Not a lot, but we dug no, in a little bit. Four or five inches. And then basically just made a grass hide. We just made it look like a clump of ditch weed in the, in the middle of a, a field. And I think all of us were like, well, in theory, this should work. But I'm pretty sure most of us like this isn't gonna work. <laughs> oh no! The, <laughs> if I we're mean, being honest, we're like, this we might shoot a bird today. Right. There's a real dumb that. one, or one gets injured and flies from that field and flies over to here. But much to our surprise and delight, birds actually gave us a look. We didn't have a ton of traffic that day. There was a ton, and that field that we would rather have been on. Was they were getting shooting back there? Well, yeah, so that was the X. That's where the birds wanted to be. If but I remember correct, they killed a ten or twelve man of ducks and over half their geese. Yeah. Did we get any ducks that day? I don't think no, so. No, we shot. I thought you guys got a banded mallard, no. that private band. Or no, that, that was, no, a, different that was a totally different field. Like no, I think later. we had five of us. We shot. We shot one, one duck in the morning. 
One wood duck in the morning. On that, on in the no. dirt field? No, we didn't. Yeah, we did because Dale shot it. Mm-hmm. Pretty confident Dale shot a wood well, duck in that morning. regardless. Well, I don't remember that. Terrible hide. Made it work. Terrible hide did make it work, and we shot a cackler. Which gets to the story. Why? And this was almost... This was almost a controversy, too, because we could have shot into that flock sooner, but you wanted that little goose. We had birds on the ground. Right, which is why I let the little <laughs> the little, the little goose, which for our area, we don't see a lot of little geese. Let's start no. with that. Yeah, no. We don't see a lot of little geese, so it's a, it's a novelty. And the six big geese working their way down into the spread. We had birds on the ground. They were all on the ground, weren't they, except for the little one? Mm-hmm. Right, and we all... <laughs> I made a comment, and we all were okay with it. Mostly in agreement. Let the, Get the little goose in, because and nobody made sure he got out. No. I mean, that was... He swung around, he and then when we out. called the shot, you know, everybody sits up, picks out their birds, and we had birds on the ground. Right. So it's, some of those are like, you're like a turkey shoot. Well, Which we did, we did the day a little out. bit. But... Nate sits up, shoulders his weapon. And we all kill our He's geese. He's directly on target. We all kill our geese. What the hell? <laughs> nice. Again, I'm 100% with no and money. And then, I swear we've had more. What happened after backs. the volley? Yeah. A lot of birds died. All the birds died. All seven yep. of them. None of them the got cackler, out. The cackler first. The cackler got crumpled. Correct. Um, not only... Did Nate center punch the bird he was aiming at? Which don't go for the head or anything. I mean, no, it, he, it was. I mean, it was far. It was like 15 yards. Yeah, <laughs> it was maybe 10. It was like so, 30. You know, no, there's it was no way it was not. 30. It was all of 15. 15, 20, maybe. Uh, so he center punched it. But it, there's good news and bad news. Good news is he didn't wreck any meat. <laughs> bad news is because he center punched my sentry decoy, <laughs> thinking it was actual live bird. And then his excuse was, "Well, at least I hit it." <laughs> <laughs> oh, you hit it. Full pattern. I would hope so. <laughs> Top, bottom, left to right, stern to aft, port to starboard. That thing well, got just lit just supposed to up. show how good decoys are. I mean, they look lively. Yeah, that, that was a, that was a or GHG. Or you're just an idiot. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. But none of them left, so we recovered at least. Yep. Did you shoot true. another one? I did. Did you actually kill one? I think so. Oh, I killed a decoy for sure. Well, I, know, I, I got one goose after. It's a good thing the decoy fell all over, otherwise he would have kept shooting it. didn't kill it because <laughs> it's still usable. It's oh, fine. I still, I still have that's it. That's true. You put that mic a little closer to your I can face. Yeah, I probably haven't turned up that much. Well, that could be too. Oh, I'll adjust it later. Oh, well. Because admittedly, I don't know which mic he's on, so whatever. So that's for fine. people that don't know, Nate's usually the brunt of the jokes when he's here. If not, it's me. He's definitely the brunt of the jokes when he's not here. <laughs> yeah, but when he is here, we all yell at him. That's <laughs> true. This is a true statement. And Nolan and Austin, who are both here, also yell at him when he is the captain of the boat. I think we have we have all taken our turn yell. at doing the stupid shot, at like shooting oh, before the today. shot's been called or something. My but it was today. the most shocking. You definitely did today, and we'll get to that. But I it was it most today. shocking when Austin did it that time. Because he's, like, the least likely candidate. and we're oh, they, we should. Was it hey, a hey. single bird? That's a pair. We should get a little stupid trophy and pass it around through the group. Yeah. <laughs> See who gets the stupid Just trophy. Get passed around a lot. <laughs> weekend to weekend. Weekend to weekend. Who gets the stupid trophy? So it should be a dildo. Because pretty sure Nate's got one floating around on his boat. There was if one not, you'll boat. see Gherky tomorrow. <laughs> That's true. We'll see Gherky. That tomorrow. would be hilarious, actually. That would be. But yeah. Anyway, Austin, like stupid moment. Yeah. So was it a pair that came in? Yeah, it was a pair. So yeah, we had that. We had finally got off the roost. Had that silage field down by my oh, place, yeah. down by New Prague, and 
setting up on that. Got out there early. <laughs> just the four we, of us. It's just the four. Yeah, it's yeah, it the four of us. We we were killing a few birds. There was quite a few yeah. birds roosting out in the lake nearby, and but it seemed like most of them actually flew farther south, and we ended up knowing that they roosted farther south right. on a different lake. But we we killed a few birds early. Yeah, and getting on them. Early. Yep, and all of a sudden there's no uh, big wad of them coming from the distance, and two of them break out in front and. Is this still on our playbacks? Yeah. This is incredible. And then I, I decided like you should to keep pulling. You really those birds needed to die. One that's getting winners. Six, four, and two. Six, four, and two. And zero. And 200. Aw. <laughs> and we're done. I will say, both of those birds did die, though. Right, but you're leaving out the fact they did that. They did die. I mean, Austin's You're leaving out the fact that there was multiple strings of birds on a beeline. Oh, yeah. But they from were the same were point we've killed our birds from all day. They were just eight dead. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these two birds. I can see on Austin's face where he was like, half of him wants to argue that they probably weren't really coming in, but then he's like, they were really coming in. The other <laughs> half of his face was like, okay. yeah, so yeah, I fucked up. These up. birds decoyed up five five. I admit it, I, I messed up yeah, you did right, right away. away. I was like, I have no clue why I did yeah, that. They decoyed to five it. feet. Yeah, they, they were... They on were the close. Bags. On the and then bags. nobody said anything, and then just boom. We're like, what the hell? And <laughs> this puffed. might throw us under the bus a little. Not that we are all about killing limits. We could kill us. Whatever. But we ended we like up limits. one short that day. Yeah, we like limits. I know, but we yeah, we don't right. get pissed off if we don't. No. Kill you get to go home early and you shoot a limit. Right, right. But True story. Austin's stupidity. I, I wasn't even stupidity. stupidity is more short. of like excitability. He I think he load. just, it's like he blew his load. The cat, it's Early. like the cat with the toy. It was like moving too much. Like he just couldn't take it's it. Yeah. It's the it one time I've close. done something it was like right. that. It is. It's the one only time you have. I will give you that's why it was so out of character. That's why Joel and I are both like, what the fuck, Austin? <laughs> well, you guys thought <laughs> I shot. And when we, <laughs> no, we, we knew it was liter- Austin. We literally were like, what the fuck? And Austin goes, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> literally <laughs> his answer. He goes, I don't know. That once he was like, I don't know. Fair enough. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Yeah, so today Joel did that. After not calling geese that were well in range, today we had, was it just a single? It was a single. A single, like. Broke off a flock and it's coming flock, over. And it circled was twice. kind of working. It looked like he was coming around. Oh, yeah, it he looked like he was bowed up. And Joel's, Joel's sitting there. Can I shoot him? Like, dude, he's still pretty high up. I didn't realize. He I'm going to shoot him. And he was working. That was my thing. Whatever. After <laughs> see, it gets emotional. <laughs> see, after yesterday, it not shooting because he wanted them to work. Yeah, he takes the tall shot today when it absolutely was working and would have just kept coming around lower and lower and lower. But Maybe. at least he only screwed up one instead of an entire flock right. like he did yesterday. Oh, multiple flocks for me. <laughs> it wasn't just one. Oh, you screwed up like multiple flocks. What today? Oh uh, no, when oh. his stupid moment. Oh oh yeah, you yeah, there were strings everything. strings that changed directions. Yeah, that would have been fun. But it happens. It does. What are you gonna do? Nate has you don't have stuff to, I, nobody, a lot. Nobody else puts Every decoys weekend. out right either. It doesn't matter oh, right. where you put them. You're putting them in the wrong spot. That's Nate has stupid moments all the time. <laughs> oh yeah, but I know my podcasts run long, but we don't have enough. We don't have enough that. time to cover all of Nate's. I gotta go to work tomorrow. Right. Sadly. Hey, would it be Sorry. hunting with me if I didn't mess up? No, because <laughs> you're right. It would not be hunting with you if you didn't mess up. You wouldn't be there to mess up. So exactly, it wouldn't it wouldn't work. But every every group's got one. Yeah, we have we multiple. Have a couple. It's just whose turn is it? <laughs> we take turns. Spin the wheel. Who's the dumbass today? What have you done? What's your <laughs> stupid moment? There's been a couple shots that Hunting I was with you guys on a regular basis. <laughs> wow. Um, 
I don't know. I'm sure. I, I know I've had them. Although I don't think I'm. I'm not one to shoot early. I usually bet cleanup. There was one last year when we were out in New Richmond. I'm sure there has when you, been when you took a Shh. when you took a don't shot. Don't tell them. That was a little uh, sketchy. Did the yeah. bird die? No. Because oh. <laughs> well, sometimes they take tall shots. That's the thing. Usually when you do it, they die. <laughs> the, this spring, was, was it this spring? No, no last it was last fall. fall when we last fall, Snowgoose yeah. Hunt in North Dakota. We jumped Ugh. this pond, and we shot, I don't know how many. There was like 14 so or something. Half the crew went on a cripple cleanup. Yeah, cripple cleanup and gathered dead ones that are floating on the pond, and the rest of us stay on the hill. Well, birds are already starting wanting to get back into this pond, and there's a pair that's coming right at us, and they're pretty tall. They, I'm like, they I think were, I'm going to shoot at these. They were, <laughs> oh, they were all, all of 60. They were all of 50, yeah, 60. And they were tall. And I'm like, I'm going to take a shot. They're straight overhead. And I shoulder, and I'm taking aim on it, and right, Joel goes, don't. Now, I don't know why, but I don't know why it would have mattered whether I shot or not. But it was just funny. He goes, don't. Right at the time <laughs> as I touched that trigger, boom, power button. <laughs> just Which like, is funny because then Mr. Anything You Can Do, I Can Do Better over here. <laughs> <laughs> Swings on one at about 90. Uh, I uh, could kill you know. him. Mm, don't think so. That was tall. It was taller than the one Mike shot at was definitely taller than the one I shot at. Did you shoot at that one? Pretty sure he did. Oh, no, no, that no. That was the cripple that Joel missed three times and I cleaned oh, up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cripple on the water. Oh, yeah. Gets up and starts flying. And it's the same jump. Oh, and okay. Because we, we jumped it on the hill. We went down right, into right, the water, right, and that yeah. cripple gets up. Death from above. And uh, We're going to get so much flack for jump shooting. Whatever. The, like, jump shooting in snow geese is pretty common practice. Yeah, it was one jump. But it got up, and Mike starts – it's on a halfway out in the pond. Mike brings his gun up. I'm like, no, 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 because it's flying, like, right at us. Well, I was, it's not like it was going to shoot immediately. <laughs> I was just on it waiting for it to get closer. Yeah. To, but, be fair well, to, to be fair to us for the jumping, we did have a spread out. They we just did. weren't decoying, and there was a shit ton of birds behind us in that and water. And we were bored. Yeah. So, and, and we, we weren't going to stay in that area either. It's like, let's shoot these birds, get on the road, start scouting. Yeah, there's nobody else even around, huh? what we did. That trip was frustrating as hell. Yeah, it was very tough. There's a few bad decisions that we wish yeah. we could uh, go back and have that. Or if you could change. hunt geese on in the afternoon, it would be great as well. That's interesting rules they have out there. I don't mind it. I, the concept is great. Just sucks. That's when the only days of the yeah. geese are flying over the field. <laughs> when part of your vacation time are the days that you can't do anything. But that's just geese, right? You can still shoot ducks. Correct. Yeah. Right? If the ducks have been better, also weird. You can shoot your swan then too. I can't apparently, but you can in a yeah. gale force wind storm. Also Lucky jump shot. Son of a bitch. Also oh, that was straight up. pond swat. That was he wasn't <laughs> jump. That was straight <laughs> pond swat. But <laughs> you went there on a kill mission. Well, we're not leaving no, North Dakota without he a went swan. No. So, yeah, he did, but he was not going to leave North Dakota without a swan. Yeah. Well, if he had to pond swat one, he was going to pond swat well, one. I oh, probably yeah. would have given the opportunity, but I just never had the opportunity. Yeah, because that was lucky because I because that's when we sat out on that island. I bet that's the majority of the swans that get shot in North Dakota season are probably oh, yeah. jump shot. Well, not that many people actually decoy or set up to hunt swans. Like I will say it is pretty cool when people do it, though, and – the swans work good. I've seen some videos of Jeff it. Jeff Paleo out of I don't where is he? He's out of Jamestown, I think. He's runs like two dozen swan floaters in his diver rig. They decoy dozens. Two dozen. dozen swan decoys? Yeah. Oh my god. They decoy like no. They're like business. seventy bucks a piece. Well let's get a couple. Oh, I fully plan on it. Do we it. need two dozen? I don't no. think so. We need like six. I still wanna I still wanna hunt out of the the uh, big we, inflatable swans. Wearing whites this year. I don't think we are. 
<laughs> oh, it's going to work. I'm telling you, it's going to work. What are we doing, the swan? Yeah, I'm laying whites. I'm put on my snow goose whites. I'm going to get in one of those big inflatable swan pool things. Paint, I'm listening. Ones. And I'm hunting out of it. I'm all right. Bet you 20 bucks to kill more snows out of that than we do laying in a spray. Oh, I'm just going to kill socks. wood ducks right here, right in the state. <laughs> <laughs> how I just want to see how many posts by other hunters. We're like, look at this dumbass. Hilarious. <laughs> I know it would be hilarious. That's why I'd be I one of them. <laughs> Until I come back with my limit of three. Because everybody else will be in there brushed in blinds, and they'll just be out there wearing whites on a big, giant, inflatable swan. <laughs> Put it for a day or two before. And I drown. That's almost as obnoxious, <laughs> as obnoxious as a hay bale blind. Oh, that's way more obnoxious than a hay bale blind. No, it's not. Let's be honest. Well, no. It has to be. It's because it's not. At it's least the, the hay bale blind is actually designed to hunt out of. <laughs> True. I could get the unicorn one. Put some the full rainbow, pods on the it. The rainbow like wings on the might throw oh. the birds off. You gotta get know. the swan one and put some white claw stickers on it because that's about that caliber. Wow. Well, because then I can hunt till dark or after dark. <laughs> there ain't no and laws. I, yeah, and I don't need a plug in my gun because there ain't no laws when you're drinking claws, baby. <laughs> God, I hate that. That's a uh, thing. Your nephew is. I know. Yeah, Trent, you Trent. listening? <laughs> Captain Whiteclaw. <laughs> poor boy. Eesh. Poor, Lord. poor boy. I hear he's joining a sorority. Jeez. He's the catcher. <laughs> if he ever comes snow goose hunt with us, he better not bring that out there. No, he's the catcher of the team. Uh, uh, well, he does hunt with us, usually. He's actually he's planning on coming up sometime in October, probably mid-October. Yeah, so I, haven't on the, I haven't hunted with him in a few is years. Is he going to come up when... Uh, yeah. I don't know what that means. The gym shoe guys are up? Uh, it depends. Maybe it might be around the same time, but uh might be. might be really close to the same time because we'll either have uh, the calendar diver migration going on, maybe, depending on the weather. Or the way things are going, we should have some geese by then. The way things are going, the divers might push a little early, too. Might be in for an early winter, boys. Well, Good. We got big plans. Freeze. Let it freeze. Yeah, we're fine I with that. I hope so. I hope so because I'm always deer hunting. That I was going to say, it can... The divers can stay on deer opener. We're, this is we're always like generally three seasons ahead of whatever season we're in, like where our brain is. Yeah. So, as well, like the ice we all have a problem of no off season. Well, yeah, we're, we'll no be season. fishing, and then as as we're in the boat, we start talking about hunting, which wouldn't be that odd if we were talking about the upcoming like early honker season. But no, we're talking about snow goose season, which is a good nine oh, months away. From I w- <laughs> I was fully referring to ice spreads and ice eaters. Oh, that too. Let it freeze. But then we already referenced Aww. on this particular recording, we have a big winter ahead of us for ice fishing with no, Minnesota. No, not in this recording we have. Yes, we had. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah. We've no, been we all over the We're place on this. using the camera. Oh, correct. For, yes, I know. Correct. Yeah. Finding cabbage patches for the panfish. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. While hunting divers. We are not um, specialists in any one thing. We um, do lots of things. We just like to be outdoors. We do. Although you're probably the closest thing to a specialist at this table because you bow hunt like nonstop. Or bow fish, I mean. Fish. But that's not saying he knows what he's doing. But he doesn't fish fish. But I look good doing it. <laughs> I tell him where <laughs> it is. It's only because it's done at night. <laughs> True. <laughs> Can't see me then. With, other, with blinding lights. Blinded by the <laughs> The captain's a douche. Uh, what? <laughs> Speaking so of bow fishing, it's a good time to be getting out here soon. 
Is it? The weeds called? dying off? Dogfish oh, getting yeah. up shallow. They come again. up shallow. Water temps cooling down. How the did, weeds uh, go away. Yep, How did Chase and Scales do this year? Back That's chasing males for you. Chasing males. Hey, that was one tournament. <laughs> <laughs> 20 bucks is 20 bucks. Yeah, Correct. Exactly. When you're out of the money, you got to recoup the loss somehow. No, yeah. we were in the money. Way more than 20 bucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 20, <laughs> 20 times 1,000. What? 20 times 1,000 maybe. Yeah. How did no? That was twenty four hundred in that yeah. one. But so no. I don't know. Is it there? Is it like a league, or is it just a bunch of standalone tournaments that you guys fish? Uh, both. So there or shoot. I guess it's called shooting. So shooting there is tournament. there is a series. Uh, was th there was yeah. Uh, we actually shot it last year. We shot all the tournaments. They're all in the Mississippi River down out of Winona. We ended up winning the big fish division. So the way it was is every tournament there was like a big ten or a big twenty. And then there's also a numbers division, so just slide out most fish. We won overall for the year in the big division because we have a couple decent big fish spots hanging around down there. And then uh, for the right dollar amount, I can show <laughs> some people some pins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last totally podcast Joel's going to be doing. Send all bids to. <laughs> <laughs> Bidding will totally close anyway, October 31st. These guys spend a lot of time on the river. Though. Yeah, they I mean, lots this of scouting. comes with experience. Yeah. Yep. And then, well, then even recently, I mean, r with rivers getting good right now, I mean, just like I was telling you guys, you guys know, last weekend, it's gotten out on a unnamed river system somewhat nearby. It was Lake Superior. It's been, it's, it's been two years since I've shot a fish yep. with a bow. I, but I used uh, to have friends that took me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, my phone works too. Weird. <laughs> Waiting on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's well as my phone. Yet somehow those two things never meet up. We'll have to do a, a maybe on October shoot like we did the other year. Oh, okay, shoot some big ones. <laughs> big girls, sign yeah. me up. That was, that was kind of chilly we, last the last time I did it, but we shot. Giant it was thirty-two degrees. Yeah, everything was freezing. Night. It was great. The first lake. The first Sucked. lake was Sucked. garbage. That should have been high numbers of dogfish, but they were not. Up. And wasn't the clarity crap too? Yeah. No, remember? No. Wasn't it no, really it was, green? I thought it, it was, was good. No, it was good. The, the first fish lake? weren't up. The first yeah. lake should have been good. That looks usually. Yeah, but it's usually dirty though. It can be. So then we switched lakes hmm. to we a lake. Proceeded to beat oh, the my memory shit. faces in of big yeah, fish. Yeah, we just kept that making there's laps. There's normally not that many big fish in. Each time around was like new fish in the same spot we just yeah. shot. We'd shoot two and play Russian roulette in the front deck of who can get to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a terrible shot, so. Oh, you haven't done it. I know. Well, that's, again, I shoot like once a year. Well, now once every three years, but. Friends are assholes. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll have to make Talk a time. Talk to Joel and Brad. <laughs> <laughs> I know Brad gave you permission to use his boat. Yeah, uh, but yeah, what the heck? If you haven't noticed for the last month and a half, it blows like a son of a bitch on the weekends. Okay, yeah, the one it rains. Yeah, twenty it bucks blows. is twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> but no, we should do it. We should get together in October down I'm there. In. I'm in. I know Trent would. We can find fish it. somewhere. Oh, oh yeah. Well, maybe we'll just have to take the gym shoe decoys out, boys. Gym shoe decoy boys out. We should die off to be able to get the kicker boat down there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can probably get then. the kicker boat in there about now on most of those lakes. Yeah, uh, but closer to freeze up the better. Couple weeks, yeah. So I don't, we didn't answer the question. So how, is there like a, a place, like first, second, third place? Oh, you said you took for like big fish. Yep, in the division. We got a division. Yep, the, the big series, fish division. Big 20, big 15, big whatever. 10. Got yeah, it. varied. So we did that, and then a guy we know we're good friends with, he has a, a pretty fancy airboat 
uh, which makes it a lot easier to shoot numbers. On I the, think uh, your house costs less than his airboat. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee it does. Wow. <laughs> and on the uh, Mississippi, because it's a lot of sand flats and the airboats, you can just go up and over and shoot the fish that are on top of them. But nice. every other boat, you kind of Can't run into that. them. So, but he did that, and so then. But even then, this year we had uh, the Bow Fishing Association of America, which is a national association. Well, you can also mention oh, it is of America. Yep, yep. the LLBA, yep. which oh, you oh. are all involved yep. in. Yep, I'll get to that. And then, uh, but they had their Worlds tournament in, out of Winona, Minnesota, this year. And record record numbers. Both, both, right? I think it was like I've heard different numbers. I've heard it was like 100, 406 or I've something heard 100, like that. Hundred and two to one hundred and six. Yeah, John Lasky so, told me one hundred and six. So yep, somewhere in there, you know, one hundred six boats, which is a lot of boats. They're you know, as they're selling the bid, it was you know, there's a hundred something miles of river to shoot. Well, when you break it down, there's a hundred boats. It's a mile river per boat, that's and nothing. That's nothing when there's some decent chunks that are not really that fishable. Uh, so, but not worth your time would be more of the yep. So, but, you know, there was fish everywhere scouting. I mean, people were seeing huge, huge numbers of fish and very large fish. Grassies. Yeah, there was a few grassy fields, invasives, grassies. Uh, Up until about Thursday, they started dying off. Well, the we weather went rain. to shit. Yeah, we got like, like six night. inches of rain or something, and then river just went to. Blew it out. Oh, just yeah. blew it out. and Completely flipped it. We still had some decent fish around. Uh, so, but when we, we got out there. They got out there pretty early because they let us go pretty early before dark. And uh, all of a sudden we get out there and it's just boat, 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 boat. I think at one point we kind of like 12 Twelve. boats out there at Twelve once boats. and not a very large area. And uh, so we ended up just parking on an island waiting for it to get dark. And then, of course, there's uh, boats uh, out there with their lights on running through the stuff we want to be shooting in. Oh, sure. And when, when it starts getting that twilight, the lights don't do a whole lot. And all you're doing is... Spooking fish, spooking fish spooking out that fish you could out. be shooting. So what do you do in that twilight? You just don't run your lights and hope you to just, see them, or what? Just wait. Just chill out till it gets dark. Oh, enough. Just, just wait. wait That's all you can do is wait right. till it gets dark. Or back when I was fishing tournaments, we'd always pull up on sandbar and have hot dogs or something for that hour. <laughs> that. No, I mean, what yep. are you gonna do? Yeah, you're blowing your own fish out if you don't. Yep. So, but we ended up fighting through that. Uh, Eating wieners on a sandbar. <laughs> twenty bucks is twenty bucks. <laughs> All right. Well, it got to be a bit of a long night, tough night, uh, grinding out to find find the fish and find the fish we needed. Uh, found some fish. Uh, ended up pulling third. Uh, easily could have won with some of the fish we found, but with the way we were having to shoot the fish, it was not. But high third, percentage. Third place out of 106 bullets, yeah. I mean. It was not high percentage, high quality shots. And uh, we're shooting with some guys and on a boat we've never shot off of, just having to figure all that out. We lost a couple of fish we probably wouldn't have towards the end of the night because we kind of have stuff figured out. So it was a little tougher third place just because we easily could have won, especially I bounced. I cheeked a 40-pounder that would have probably got helped us. A wow. Helped I, a lot. Helped a lot. I think anybody fishes in a tournament – or any kind of competitive thing, I think there's always a handful. I mean, generally you're not in a tournament unless you're somewhat qualified to be in it. And there's it's the fine lines like that that always separate the first place from the there's third place. There's always that like, one bite, that one. Well, you know, look at MLF this last weekend. Well, that you, that's different. He ran away with it, but he just happened to be on that spot that – caught how many fish in like 30 minutes it's like 23 or something yeah i mean he just ran away with it but that's it's like, not that it's other like people said. weren't doing similar things just he put himself in a position 
to capitalize on a lucky situation. Well, I'm not going to say he got lucky, but he, you well, know. Well, I'd say, I mean, there's a lot of luck to it, but there's there is. your, your luck there increases with the more time you spend out there, the more you learn and the higher your skill level is, you increase your chance at having good luck. That's what I mean. Like, you're not saying they got lucky, but they put themselves in a place to capitalize on a lucky situation. Yes. Mm-hmm. You have to, I mean, because if, you, if you're not prepared to do that and you get in the perfect situation, you don't capitalize on it. It doesn't mean the opportunity wasn't there. You didn't capitalize on it. Whether if it's I fishing, think, well, it's what you weren't throwing the right bait at the right time or the whatever. I mean, school was there, but you didn't. I heard didn't once fire them up. Success equals opportunity, or what is it? I don't know. Prepara- <laughs> when preparation meets opportunity, you have to okay. be prepared. Put yeah. your time in, yes. and when the opportunity arises. Yeah. Yeah, put yourself in that position. You yeah. have to capitalize to succeed. on it. Mike Nelly talked about that a lot. You know, when he won, was it two years ago when they were on Pekegama here in Minnesota, uh, and he yes. won, and he hadn't he hadn't won an MLF for a while. Like he was kind of down on himself, and he's like, you just got to keep putting yourself in the position to win, and soon you're going to win one. You know, if you're just consistent. And it, I think this speaks volumes to life, chasing scales <laughs> or anybody. I mean, it's like any tournament, like in the Minnesota Made, it's the yeah. same people that win. There's a reason. They're not just consistently lucky. Well, you want to talk about luck. They're good. (laughs) Oh, jeez. You want to talk about luck. The guys who won the World's Tournament we were talking about, he's a great guy. He's up from, you know, northern Minnesota. I know him, you know, personally from shooting other tournaments. Great guy. Never, ever shot the river before. Never been on Mississippi. Never been on anything. He goes out there to scout at some pool that's not, notoriously not the greatest pool for uh, big fish because he's just going for big fish, you know, the big 20. He uh, goes to launch his boat. There's a couple of local kids there uh, going to tell him, hey, you know, don't waste your time out here and send them to a different spot. Finds fish out there that night. They won the tournament. And then the river goes to, goes to junk. They go back out there the night before. Fish are still there. Show up. Their fish are still there, <laughs> and they he win. Can, but does he consistently yep. place? Oh, uh, he usually does fairly well, fairly decent up at, at home. Though. At, at, at home. home, but this the river is a whole different beast than the lakes up in the Fergus Alex area. They're, it's a whole different beast. Like you, just got, you just got lucky in the fact of that the fish that are there aren't bigger than that, but the fish that are bigger than that down in different pools left, and their fish we, stayed. Yeah, their fish just happened to stay. Yeah, he didn't. You know, three nights before he didn't have fish that were, were going to win compared to what. Everybody else did. had. Oh yeah, we had. Oh, we had fish to win. We had, we had fish to win, and uh, and he didn't at that point. But when everybody else's, from what I heard, is he j- sounded like it was just a little spring behind an island or something. Water uh, just clear. clear water pumping in, which was the big issue because stuff got dirty, blew mm-hmm. stuff out, and it was a fairly small area, and they just kept circling because the fish just kept, kept filtering in, in yeah. which is weird because especially on the river, usually you find clear water. You don't see. Fish. You don't see fish. Well, you don't see carp. Capitalized don't see. on a good situation. Yep, well, he capitalized. <laughs> I mean, I mean, a little bit of luck. That's being just one of those kind of being dropped. Well, I mean, it's not that stage. there's not luck involved. That's kind of what I was saying. It's like there is some luck, you know. In you've had this discussion dozens of times oh, on I'm this sure. podcast. On this podcast, maybe. Well, if usually he's with lucky the ice fishing the opportunity. Yeah. I mean, but you have to capitalize on it when the right when the opportunity. Oh presents yeah, well, and that's so. where him. I'm really good at not capitalizing. I mean, somebody wants. I mean. Saying like <laughs> really good at not. I'd rather be lucky than good any day. I mean, there's some truth to that too. <laughs> like, if you're yeah, really good, uh, but you know, stuff didn't work out and you left with nothing, I'd rather be lucky and leave with something, true. or get lucky or something. I don't know how that works. Something like that. You are married, so get lucky true. would be good. It's rare, right? 
<laughs> oh, it happens. One of a, somebody at this table is engaged, and the other person at this table took some heat. About getting engaged. And the other about one's practically married. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But she seems pretty cool. She's all right. We For think. an animal lover. <laughs> she was hugging my geese, tenderizing it for me. There you oh, go. my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell her that. She knows. She knows. She knows. She full well knows. She knows. I just want to invite her over for dinner, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I won't make it obvious. We'll do, like, we'll do like we'll do like some pulled geese or so like and make it like barbecue and just we're doing sloppy as joes tonight. Chicks, as long as there's chicks there, she'll be happy. Yeah, we'll just we're just doing That's sloppy amazing. joes tonight and after she's had a couple of them then I'll break the news to her. I'll show the picture up to her. You're gonna make it's, goose tacos tonight? This one. I think I might make goose tacos tonight. Ooh, that sounds good. That would be pretty good. They are pretty good. What time is dinner? Pretty awesome. Uh, what time is it? Depends what time we get done with this podcast. Yeah. Oh, fish it's only one o'clock. It's an east wind, bro. Calm it. Calm your it's kids. the best bite. Nah, you ever heard that? This just sounds like an excuse to not catch fish. <laughs> there you it's go. It's not not an excuse. Wait a well, second. It's, it's not. No, it's there. <laughs> Animal activity is low with east winds. It's High pressure systems. It's, fact. it's what it is. It's not that you can't catch fish in an east wind, but if I go off memory, I don't have any days that have east wind. The fish bites the east when the wind's from the east. Lit them up with an east wind. Sure, you can have an okay day, you know, but it wasn't that great yesterday with the south wind. I thought maybe it would be better, but. Well, you were on a lake that's engulfed in a polar vortex. (laughs) <laughs> or in a yeah. vortex of wind. Was, we so had white caps out there. And yeah, it was five mile an hour wind. We got white. I don't think they were Dang. quite white caps, but they were pretty starting close. to crest yeah. a little They're bit. Pretty close, and according to the old Weather Channel, it was only supposed to be like five mile an hour winds. <laughs> like, uh, I'm no Dave Dahl, but this is more <laughs> five miles an hour. <laughs> Pulled up to the landing. <laughs> yeah, well, today it was supposed to be calm. Like no wind. Oh, and well, it was but a it nice wasn't. It saved yeah, our ass too. today. I completely saved our ass today. I mean, those birds would not have worked that well. Because even yesterday with the controversy we had, <laughs> on, if we had had on, the wind. Hold on. Those birds, we would have not seen any of those well, birds. Well, that's true, too. They wouldn't even have migrated without that wind. But if we would have had this wind, or any wind for yesterday. that matter, yesterday morning. That's also a flock would have those worked flock, a lot better. Yeah, that, they would have worked. You know, they would, you know, they. it's easier for them to land with the wind. They, I'm pretty sure the birds prefer having a wind to use. Their, Although... Know, how many times scouting have you seen ducks and geese on a body of water on the windy side? Well, often, frequently. That's where it's Especially all stirred divers. up. Especially teal. divers are stupid. They just do whatever they want to do. Love it. Watch them bounce off the top of the whitecaps. Oh, well, they can get the food. It stirs the food yeah, up for them. It, it makes yeah. sense. Dabble, how do you want that? Ducks. Well, yeah, wind in your face would be a terrible situation. I've been seeing it, but that it's not to say that there aren't still birds. On the other part of the lake. Or you go, you know, even the one like we have our late season uh, buffalo spot as an example. Uh, that little back bay, those mallards just low. I do not care I what wind even, it is. I can't even make any sense of that. They there, just love it. It doesn't matter what the wind direction is. That's where they want to be. Kind of. <laughs> I love and that And a little spot. bit of a chubby. <laughs> Remember Speaking the of. three of us cleaned up <laughs> an eight pack? Yes. You and Austin cleaned Austin up that eight pack. We almost cleaned have been up able to clean up a pack. Yeah, a Flock of scoters, but they shorted Which, us on the note line. To self, are not frequent in Minnesota. Yeah, they are. They, well, they're around. They breed in northern Minnesota. Right. Some of them. But you don't. You, there's not very many harvests. No, they're not. You generally don't see too many scoters in in Minnesota. But 
White Wings. We have White Wings scoters here in Minnesota. But Austin has I shot. I got the black up in Ely, too. There you go. That's what I was getting at. And now we have Nolan Holitsky in the line. Nolan, hey. welcome to the Full Scale Outdoors podcast. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. He's like our the resident Jamie. He's been looking <laughs> stuff up on his phone. Yeah. His intern. Intern Tony. <laughs> That's from SmackDown Outdoors podcast. Give him a shout. What was the actual saying that Joel was I'm not sure. Aborting. I'll try and to find it again. Get on it. <laughs> get on it. Google search. Yeah, this is so like our our conversations jump around as much as our like hobbies do. The fall is just like the best and worst time. There's not enough fall. Fishing is getting it's just gonna continue to get better and better and better. More and more seasons are opening. I mean at least at least right now all we have is geese. Yeah. Couple weeks, archery opens. Yeah, yeah Wisconsin, which are pretty close. Teal season's open, so you can go do that. Bear discussed. season is open. Doves. That's going right now. Doves are Doves. open. Crows. crows are open. <laughs> crows. Which I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> they close? Not even a little. I'm a lot of disappointed in the crows this year. There's been a lot of them around, and they just refuse to refuse to decoy. And what, we're playing musical. This is going to be a nightmare to edit this. Musical headsets. Now Joel's putting his original headsets back on. Nate is now giving his headset to Nolan. We're back. Well, I just shit donated mine to Nolan while I had to take a leak. I mean. Did you take one or leave one? Because taking one's a little weird. You're fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I usually like to leave them, flush them down, never see them again. But that's just me. Yeah, how did that come about? Take I'm a not, shit, I take know, a piss? This is Why? the weirdest thing. It's the weirdest vernacular in the English. Well, I don't know about the weirdest, but that, it's a weird no. one mm, yeah, it is in weird. the English vernacular. Taking so, a shit. Whatever it is, it makes Why birds and one? deer. It is really <laughs> gross. If you th- like, when you think about it in a literal way, it's disgusting. So. I think half of the English English language is not to be taken literally. Well, it's there's a lot of that. I got in an argument about somebody using you literally, get in not literally. Daily. I was going to say, you got an argument? I know, weird, right? <laughs> I don't get into them nearly as much as I used to. He just likes to start. On social media. You just, it's just start. It's just so, yeah, I know. When I don't take the shits. I just stir them. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else's shit, yeah. your spoon. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> just, it's fun. It's just good good comedy. What were we just, we got derailed. Where were we? Oh, talking about how, how busy the fall is. So then the duck season opens here There's in a couple weeks. There's not enough time in the day. Closes, then opens again, depending on what zone you're in. Right. Then there's grouse hunting. But nobody hunting, cares about. But I don't do because I don't have a dog, and I don't like just taking my gun for a walk. Correct. <laughs> Which is what it is. It's a good I could, well, I couldn't have because they were all hands. But last year when I hunted that, we dropped the uh, duck behind us, and I went to go get it, and three pheasants oh, flushed. Yeah. All hands, though. Would have been easy. Huh. It was like just on, you know. Instinct, like shouldered, you know, like oh, hand, oh, hand, <laughs> oh, hand, dang it. <laughs> so yeah. It's a, for me, it's a good seven dollar investment. To yeah, it's not yeah. much. Yeah. Seven fifty is all it is. For yeah. Just stamp. in general, be safe. Any of you know. stamps? I mean, I think it's just a good. Even if you don't, you know, here's I'll call out um, mountain bikers, wildlife photographers, yeah. nature lovers. If you're not buying a duck stamp. Get fucked. I mean, <laughs> if you're going to yeah. bitch to me about what I can and can't hunt or you don't like this or you don't like that, if you're, I mean, you're not putting any money into it. Well, with the federal duck stamp, you get 
access to all the national wildlife You do? Yeah. Yeah. It says right on the website. When you oh, you it's like your sticker for all the refuges? You get in all the national wildlife refuges with no Oh, so in case no nobody uh, heard that because Mike doesn't actually have a, a headset on. With your federal duck stamp, that allows you access to all the national wildlife refuges. So if you're a wildlife photographer or you just like to go see them, you should be buying a duck stamp. Right. And not Give back to and, what you're and not bitching from. Wow, that's cheap. Okay, well, what the hell did you get? Uh, I upgraded to waffle fries and seasoned sour cream. Where were you at on the list of activities in the fall? Because I can add many to them, I'm sure. Well, we hit fall fishing. just keeps getting better. We talked, yeah. So I was kind of just going through the yeah. calendar. So bear hunting, dove, dove is all up right now. Pheasant in a couple opener. weeks, the arch, the deer archery season will open here in Minnesota. The following weekend, duck opens. And then then it's pretty much wi a wide open, full tilt, sun up. But then we brought down. up the uh, grouse opens at the same time that archery does. But pheasant doesn't open till the end of October, middle of October. You know so what we need to do? We need to goose hunt. Bass fish and bow fish on the same day. Okay, you know I've ice fished and bow fish in the same day. Well, yeah, uh -huh. we could. I know we could <laughs> goose hunt. We could right. goose hunt, bass hunt, bass hunt, bass fish, <laughs> bow hunt, then bow fish in the same day. Joel doesn't bow hunt, but Austin and I do, and so does Nate. Talk about a uh, Sunday fun day. Yes. Oh, Don't do you bow? Are you a bow hunter? I have. You dabble, dabble, dabbled. dabbled. He has a bowl. Yeah, dabble. dabble. You guys, are you guys both doing the Camp Ripley hunt again this year? I am. I'm doing me though. That's yours. I should do that one of these years. That sounds yeah. fun. That's oh late. Well, the second weekend is mine's the A is M E A. Oh. The A hunt. I mean. So, in Minnesota, we have a. There's what would you call it? A it's not a sea. Is it a season? What would you call it? A season? It's a season. Or, it's a hunt. It's a special hunt. within the season, within the archery. Yeah, it's deer a special season. hunt. I think the NRA classifies it as. So Fort Ripley, it's a mil obviously it's a military. Uh, what do you call it? Land compound, whatever. Large, large area. Yeah, up, up by Little Falls. Yeah, hot, huge. And um, they have these organized hunts, but there's no there's no scouting. Involved, nope. like you cannot be, cannot trespass on that land. Before get your maps out, they have a time, like it's almost like a shotgun start. Yeah, right? well, yeah, they start you. You pretty much line up the day before, and uh, whatever time it is, I. Is it you ever have to be at one spot, or can you be like right to the edge of the property? Nope. There's ever there's a certain there's starting there's, spot. there's a starting line, and everybody fills out behind it. Is it well ran at least? Oh, it is very well ran. It is very well ran. So then they let you in the morning. And uh, you have to just hand them a piece of paper that pretty much says who's all in there in my vehicle so there. they can track people. Nathan just okay. said 1,400 hunters. Holy crap. Was last well, yeah, they allowed 2,000 permits. That's wow. crazy. The last two years in it two hasn't sold so, out. So. No, that's each weekend. Oh, wow. So it's 4,000 four people. In that's outrageous. Every weekend. And, and they do it for two weekends, right? Yeah. So every weekend right, up to 2,000 hunters. And that's Good just archery. Lord. But think yeah. about it. You have a 1,000-acre lake with Jackass still sets up 20 yards <laughs> on wind. It don't matter. <laughs> well, that pontoon that went right past yeah. us, like Yesterday. literally nothing but open lake. Did you not know? The majority of it behind us, and he goes between I, us on. and the shoreline. I was going to say, what I guarantee you it was inside of you because pontoons do not operate in more than 10 feet of water. Oh, my God. It's you could be fishing a three-foot weed flat. 
20 yards from shore, you're still getting. It's just unbelievable. It's And they like you kind of try to make eye contact with them, not to, like, really give them the look, but just, like. You could just. And they're straight yeah. ahead, tunnel tell, vision of what they're doing. Just tell Austin the caster of the pontoon. You know he's going to hit it. <laughs> we have a, we probably have a fish underneath it. Joel, that was we, pretty funny for you. I know. <laughs> Thank you. That was pretty good. Like, I but tell them the running joke. I'm so unprepared for your funny comment <laughs> that it took me a while to get that one. So That's yeah, okay. we Austin. Well, I Austin proper Austin to a pontoon yesterday. So when you're oh, yeah, he did it good pitching docks. You know, you're trying to skip underneath docks. Austin is very was, good at landing well, on docks, hitting pontoons. To be fair, it was like one particular day. He just could not. No, 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 no. He could it's not not day. hit it. It's, it's not every day. day. Okay, well, this day was particularly where this running joke started. It was a day we also had where three he people was, on the boat. Was I he involved? He was batting a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> was I involved? Yeah, in there was the three of us. Goes to pitch, bang, bang, <laughs> bang. So now, yeah, we're we in the dinner bell. Unnamed lake with a good wood bite. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Was it that? Was it that? That lake? was that day. We did dogfish at the end. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah. So. It has now since become Austin. Good job, Austin. Every time somebody does it, I did it last night. I was like, that was a proper Austin because it was loud. <laughs> oh, it was very loud. <laughs> I was waiting for a homeowner to come that was out. A full gong right there. That was. Austin is notorious. Hit it proper. I still catch fish off those. You got to let the fish know it, the bait's I there. I don't think they care. I really don't think it affects the. I mean, they're used to human activity on that dock. I mean, it's a little I, hard on my I, jig. I but. seriously wonder. Do fish stay under docks when there's people on them? Yes. Oh, yeah, they do yeah. for sure. So they get used to it. They're not just going to bolt out of there just because somebody's walking down. I can't even just tell you about my cabin up by Fergus. You'll be out fishing on the dock, and all of a sudden a little three-pounder three, three will swim out from underneath the dock. You've been out there for ten minutes walking around catching fish. I us say, how many times you're walking out the dock and, oh, there's a sunfish. There's a perch. Oh, what's that fish? Well, they're stupid. That's different. <laughs> <laughs> it's still fish. You can tell it becomes winter arts. time and we're searching for gills. <laughs> exactly. It's like the f- Where gills. are they? You got to go find that permanent dock. Right? <laughs> yeah. This winter is going to be rough. We're predicting it to be rough, but we just got to scout. We just gotta, You're, you're going to have to scout because February I'm going to be busy shooting snow geese in Arkansas. <laughs> so I'll, I'll come go back. with you, Joel. I'll come back to fish. I'm going to have to deal with dummy. Well, you, you don't want him to sub on. for me, who's although gonna, I owe you. Who's going to drill my holes? <laughs> this is well, the real problem. It's time for you to start putting Hey, if he's going to be bailing on you, he should get a panoptics so we can oh. use that as a scout. What the hell? <laughs> Why do I got to get a panoptics? Well played. Well played. <laughs> I'm not going to get to use it. That doesn't well, make any sense. Well, because when you upgrade that boat, sharing is caring. You get <laughs> new graphs, and you get an ice bundle. So, again, um, <laughs> this sounds expensive, so everybody subscribe to the Full this Scale podcast. Is podcast. Full scale like, share, comment, review, <laughs> mention it to advertisers. Donate. <laughs> Donate. I should get what there's a pay, I should get Patreon. People can start donating a dollar an episode. Feed my starving podcast. Exactly. <laughs> hey, this shit does cost money, yo. <laughs> it's not free. Let oh, me tell you. Well, penalties ain't too bad. It's only how is it not too bad? Twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, more. it's only like the most expensive electronics yeah. on the market, and we can't use a tournament day anyway. So what? Yeah, the hell yeah, does exactly. It it's for pre-fishing. Good though. point. What the hell does it matter? It doesn't do any good. Clearwater. Yeah, chasing a school of fish around that you ain't gonna be able to see the next day anyway. All right, they won't be there. They'll be gone. They go. Yeah. So, yeah, we are going to have to. We are fishing. Is that one in January or February, do you know? I'm not sure, but we are fishing four lakes we have never put time in on. That's all right. No, no, it'll be good what for us. What have we fished 
only two of the lakes last year we had experience on, right? Yep. Kegama and Big, Big Marine. Marine. What else did we fish last year? Maple. Maple. Which I'm glad. And North Arm. Oh, yeah. You're lucky you weren't there for that one with me. Not really, though, because no. we would have caught sunfish. I'm unlucky that he wasn't there. I'm yeah. convinced Joel would have caught some sunfish. That hey, day. I caught the crappies. Good deal. Good yeah, yeah. I, you were getting the crappies first thing, and then it took me a while to get going with that, but I caught the bluegills. I was catching bluegills. They were just, just all the right six yeah. and three well, quarters. Apparently, seven-inch bluegills on that lake are hard to come by. I was so. Oh, and then sick. I dumped that big old crappie at the hole too. I was so <laughs> goddamn sick of sorting bluegills on Minnetonka. Oh, dude, it was. Yeah, you're trying to like gain an eighth of an inch. I hate it. I stopped setting the hook on them because I was sick of sorting fish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I wasn't. <laughs> I want to win. Whatever it I takes. I do too, but. Six and a half hours straight of sorting six and a half, seven, seven and Austin, a quarter. If Austin could have caught three seven-inch bluegills. If I'd landed that big crappie. Which would have been our limit of bluegills, which gives us a bonus fish. We would have been in the top five. That day. Would he come in that day at 11th? We got 10th. We got, we, tenth place. Oh, we, got place. We, we got the last prize. Last I, will, yeah, right. I will say that that, but that was the worst finish of the season. That would have bumped us up to the top five probably. Yeah. Well, easily. It was a tough bite. There was only a couple full bags that day. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that was it was a tough day for everybody. Like it was, yeah, there was only a couple full bags. But we could have, it could have, could have, could have, should have, would have. And what nice. else did we We know where the bluegill spot is out there. North Arm, Minnetonka. Yep. Which we had never been on. Nope. We put a, we put quite a bit of time in out yeah, there. Yeah, we though. scouted the hell out of that lake. Found a couple good spots. One ended up being a shared spot, which still we produced good know, fish. But we, we didn't, didn't know, know it was a shared spot till time of the, the day of the event. But the spot that we had found that we thought we were gonna go just go sort through fish. There's good gills there. Few crappies. We didn't catch. Yeah, they crazy, were there, but, but it wasn't as good as it was scouting. Right, but. It never got touched. We went. No, nobody for, was over there. We fished it for a half hour, yep. knew right away. There was people not, close. Not really. Well, just because that bay is small. Right. I mean, you could see where other you could see the other people fishing. They weren't far, but yeah, nobody was anywhere near that spot. But the the quality of fish were, wasn't there that day either for whatever reason. Right. Just but how it goes. that was they were they were break line fish. They could have been eighty yards away. A break line in three feet of water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's got to come down it. from foot and a half Literally of ice fishing in three feet of water for bluegills and crappies. Yep. But bro, you got to be out deep, the deepest hole. Okay, go ahead. All the village of other idiots. Hey, have fun. Don't even need to vex that shell. No. Still I'll use it. I still use it. You still it. use it, but you don't need it. <laughs> well, it does still help you, like, judge the act, like the, the fish. Oh, if yeah, If he's for chasing, sure. if he's not chasing. If, I mean. Although you. It's not. There's no cone. Like you're not getting anything on the We've edge of the cone. But We've had this discussion many a times between ourselves. That's something you can't teach. Shallow water flasher fishing, you cannot teach. You learn it. You put your time in on it. You're not really using your flasher, but you are. Yeah, especially because my mark is like... <laughs> no, you're you know what I need to do is learn how to use the shallow water mode on my FL-28. You need to go <laughs> listen to Mr. Doug Glimmerveen's podcast. I did listen to that what? one. Yeah. He don't that. What was the he guy's was name? using low power mode? What was the guy's name that was on there? I don't remember. Lawrence Luma. Lawrence Fishburn. Lawrence Luma. He doesn't use shallow water mode. He says it's pointless. I thought he said he did use no. shallow water mode. No. Oh. 
I don't think so. I almost positively did. We'll have to. Whatever. Whatever. Listen to it again. It is what it is. Uh, I don't even know. Do what? Yeah, we not. Did we finish recapping it? No. No. Have you listened to we'll a full field podcast? <laughs> we yeah. go. Right? A, yeah. B, C, D, F, Z, Q. So if you want to talk Mike, about, you we'll know, get there. always thinking a step ahead. Yeah. It's first week in a goose, and these two are over here already talking talk about, ice, about fishing. ice fishing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Typical. Which is, well, usually we've talked about snow goose hunting. <laughs> Throw a lamb going to be starting on snow goose hunting. <laughs> Austin had never snow goose hunted until three years ago. Yeah, and he's already shot a blue phase Ross. Jackass. <laughs> Uh, no bands yet. I'm disappointed. So we do have some options for next weekend. So uh, well, we can cap off this hunt easily by saying early goose season, north winds. They migrated. Set a big spread. We weren't birds we push. weren't expecting it, and we shot birds. <laughs> and it's really fun right. watching birds work down from the heavens. But yeah. that can also teach people if you see a north wind in September. Yeah, go in the field, get into sit, a high visibility sit spot. Sit till ten o'clock. Throw out as many decoys as you can, and yeah, sit don't plan on leaving early. Right. You're gonna be home afternoon. And those first few foxes you say see may not work, not work here. They haven't been flying long yeah, they enough. Might just left. Not tired. Yeah. The first yeah. Well, Matt, don't get discouraged well, if you get snubbed five flocks. Because the first flock, the first flock of, of geese we shot into today, the first good flock of migrators, ate it from about 500 yards high. Go oh, God. record time oh, down. Yeah. It was they hilarious. Came we pass. heard them. We're like, where? The, like, they're right there, and they were already floating. Like they, I think they kind of already made up their mind. Which yeah, we still yelled at them, but. Which comes back to visibility. Get seen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They can we see did, that. We added. So we brought more decoys than we originally put out. Like quite a bit. Yeah, we added. But once we realized that we were in a flight path a flight path on a migration day, we're like, put them out. Put them out. Because the more the merrier. Safety numbers with pulling those migrators down. And we had enough wind to use socks. Well, I probably would have put the socks out regardless. <laughs> well, just because with the white rocks, though, they have that. They have the. Backbone. They have a backbone in it, so they they stay poofed out in, even in no wind. So, I mean, they're basically a silhouette at that point with a 3D head. If the weather holds true for next weekend, they're calling cold. Supposed to be colder next weekend, so colder north wind. It's going to be a north wind to bring in said cold weather, so they should migrate again. We're setting a big spread next push. weekend. Water. We setting our own water. Ooh, maybe we'll have to see. What eight, other options are eight. Get on that field. How many are we gonna run next weekend? What do we All what do we ballpark? Yes, so many. Forty dozen? Yeah, probably somewhere in Thirty to forty dozen would be a, probably a fair of a mixture of all sorts. Which of a lot kinds. of people will tell you early season you're stupid. Whatever. Right. Well, Have fun. But we're not we're not targeting when family groups of local birds. We're when we pull birds from five hundred yards. You're not on the X field. No, you're just completely running track. We are very right. rarely on an X field. Yeah. Well, when you're doing that, you can sit wherever you want. You just need to be visible. Right. Be seen. It's, it's just like the few times we've had on those side fields. Decoys be seen. You it's, should not be seen. There's not very many <laughs> birds that use those fields to feed. No. And But geese up there, they can – I mean, that spread we put out on the side field the other year, it, I mean, it wasn't a huge spread, but it looked well. That's why, yes. that's why some of the best traffic fields are bean fields. Yes, the hide's shit. It's flat. But you're visible. No if cover. You, you can't see. You can't kill them if you can't see you. Well, and the nice thing yeah. about migrators too is when you can toss a grass hide out in a bean field or something like that. They don't know any better. They, yeah. Migrators don't know any better, and it there comes to a point too when you they're 500 yards up and you pull them down to 10 yards off the ground, they're 
fairly committed once they've already yeah, started it, coming it down. Seems, I mean, you can still mess it up, and they can oh, still change can. their mind. But it does seem like there is a breaking point. You can point get where you them win. to break. Stop migrating. You break basically. Them. Yeah. So they they change direction. You have a lot higher ratio they're of those birds actually going finishing. with Nick Johnson's wording. They're a lot more vulnerable. Yeah, they are vulnerable. They become vulnerable. Once Migrating geese are very, very vulnerable, yeah. in my opinion. I agree. They're well, tired. Seen it. They're new to the <laughs> area. They have no clue what's going yeah. on. I mean, we've talked about this. And they see a group of geese. And you know, this season already, too. You get part of the problem with hunting an X, especially the opening weekend of early season. If those birds have been in that field for two weeks, maybe even three, they know that field. That's their house. It can be fed so out. So all of a sudden there's a clump where there wasn't a clump before, and they're gonna, they might skirt it just out of, like, you, I don't know what that is. Or you end up sitting on the wrong side of the field. Yeah. I mean, you might be better off running traffic on that X because they're not going to, you know, they're not going to know it. That's not the one they're going to, so you might be able to pull some birds over. Traffic's how you can get away with those stupid hides. And you can continue to hunt the same birds over as long as you got a safe roost that can't get jumped or hunted or Which whatever. Which we, we are really notorious for not having that. Well, where we are, where we are this weekend, well, actually they're not using that roost. But there's, yet. there's a main roost here that can't be hunted so it usually loads up like big 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 time loads up so you go down by us and, and even down there where we hunt down there there's some city city spots that we play with city birds down there but our main roost down there gets busted every other weekend youth because well. we always hunt at youth weekend. youth weekend is the worst for that yeah. the youth hunt's a bad thing now it's an actual youth, weekend youth weekend yeah. it's yeah. Next week. Yeah, next That's weekend. fine. Yeah. Why'd they make it two days now? Ooh, them, but if we're on water, though, they get bumped off one body of water, they're going to yeah. go to the next body of water. Nate, get on it. <laughs> we we're all, we're counting our Try chickens. Try to do something different and don't let us down. We're counting our chickens. It's going to blow out of the damn south <laughs> next weekend. Oh, yeah, probably will. Ah, who knows? Let's we'll set up on the other side of the pond. There you go. <laughs> I mean, generally, you can if you're hunting water, you have always stand a pretty good chance of we're also getting some traffic because as people hunt around, I mean, when a goose, I might be talking on my ass here, but typical. if they're going to an X, you're hunting the X, bunch of people are all hunting different fields, those birds fly out to go feed, they get shot at. Are they going to a different field or are they going mm -hmm. back to water? Probably going to go back to water. water. And if they've already gotten bumped off that water because somebody, you know, motored in there at 5 a.m. or whatever, they're going to keep looking for water and all of a sudden they see... Oh. Our giant <laughs> hey, that migrating spread with. We're also fantasizing if we find a big feed. Dozen decoys if we find a big floaters. feed, we're gonna not not hunt it. We're not going to not hunt it. There you go. Yes, we are. I want to hunt the water if the weather's right. Even if if the not. weather's right, that's all. That's that's the tough thing about early season like that. Especially worrying about migrating. Weather is weather, big factor. Weather well, always for is. You have to have that for for geese. You have to have that because the. Some well, people might be saying we're talking about – what am I trying to say here? Might be contradicting ourselves because we talked about the south wind migration for divers. But that's, that's a calendar migration. On so a south wind, which provides – Mid-October, like that week, there's going, they are going to push that week every year. And It's usually on the south. Yeah, and a lot of times people think the north wind is when they migrate. And I have seen them migrate on that – the back end of that. They'll get in that but north the back wind too. End. I think it's a perception that there was a big migration or there's a big migration going on because yesterday, birds in your area. yesterday there wasn't birds in that lake and today there's a shit ton. That's probably because last night they all moved in off the south. That nice south wind. If you think about it, you got 
a general, Tell them the science behind the it. The science behind it, or our theory behind it, is you know, a nice, Updraft. steady 5 to 10 mile an hour south wind, and it's a warm breeze. Southerly breeze is a warm breeze, so there's an updraft it's easier to fly. They can get in there and hardly touch their wings and just go. Heat rises, warm south wind. But that somewhat contradicts the theory of why geese migrate in a northwest wind, because that's generally a cold, strong wind, so wouldn't that be pushing them down? But different but different, yeah. It's, I think they're different. It's a different situation. And I they're also not think going off the calendar. They are just moving because of weather. I also think these molt migrators we're hunting are moving 60, 50, 40 miles at a time. Yeah, not hundreds. These ducks are moving <laughs> hundreds. Yeah, literally hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of miles. Yeah, where they're trying to coast as and much get, as they can. And afford. you get food with the geese. You're getting food migrations too, especially right. early in the season. Right. You get east to west migrations with the geese. You'll notice a lot of times you got birds locked down two weeks before the season and as fields come out your birds yeah, they, are gone they just spread out that's kind of what happened here i mean there was when we were scouting there was birds around and all of a sudden yesterday hardly any i mean it was i don't really remember a time where there's been especially in early season where there's been this few birds in this area but there was some migrating today so hopefully there's some new fresh birds around um, Should be we'll some see. more after this I week, might, too. I might hunt again this Should week be. if I have the opportunity. I'll hunt that field again in a heartbeat. Uh, yes. That's <laughs> yes. the only small green field around, so. It's not going to hurt. No, looking forward to it. But just going off of social media, it's it seems to be a running theme. Some people have done really well. Most people, not that great. It seems like a normal year, though. Yeah, There's always a, a few year. people who always yep. just smash them. And then that's what everybody else kind of gets down on themselves because they're like, what are we doing wrong? You know, so-and-so smashed them. Well, you're not doing anything wrong. Yeah, you're not probably not doing anything wrong. Their bird showed up. Yeah. Yeah, and they very well could have no, been. their not bird even showed that. up. They could, they, there may have been. Maybe, we could have killed 20 in 15 minutes yesterday if our bird showed up. Yeah, it could have been totally opposite for us. Like more birds could have moved into our area. Well, with, what happened three years ago when we first started hunting with these guys? Yeah, we had the fields. Opening day, yeah. we hunted a feed of 70 birds that ended up being 200. Yeah, and they just, yeah. That yeah. Was, that was fun. Didn't you yeah. shoot the head off a goose? That yeah. was the second day. <laughs> but I did do that. Literally straight to cat. The body went further than the head. Well, I mean, that was a fun hunt, though. That was those birds just crawling up the field from the roost. When you're on them. <laughs> Rare occasion. Hashtag on them. Rare occasion. Yeah, yeah. Well, then the following year, Nate and I, same hunt. <laughs> <laughs> blew the face off a goose, and did you blow the head off a goose? No, like, Nate shot the beak off a goose, and it continued that's to fly the one away. I, that's the one I did. Where no, yeah, that like, was Dale's. Yeah, because I shot the, literally shot the beak off, like right where the skin meets the feathers. It was like a clean, the beak was gone. Yeah, because Nate took more of the face Joel off. Joel went to go pick it up, and it's like standing there. And like it flew away. Bobbing like it was just done. It blood flew away. Gushing out of his face, and then got up and flew. I had to shoot it again. <laughs> They didn't make it far, but... I mean, it would have been nice if he just grabbed it, but he was, in his the defense, he was dumbfounded that it was no, still alive. The sad part about it is that <laughs> goose would have lived until no, it started. No, it would have bled out. Uh, it wasn't bleeding dude. that much. Dude, it was No, it was not. Out of After face. you shot him in the head the second time. No, <laughs> I was watching him when you were like, you're like, look That's at this, different. I could see him. <laughs> it was Nate's set blood all over. Yeah. And his was bleeding like crazy, too, yeah, but you legitimately shot, didn't well, you? They shot the head off it, didn't you? No, it was like half the face, because no. what happened with Nate's is we were sitting there blowing on a different... Flock, and then they chose to ignore us. Like normal, scream around the corner of the blinds. Yeah, just literally, yeah. we had oh, no yeah. clue he was there. All of a sudden, yep. he's like five feet over our boot bags, and boom! <laughs> like he like flew with the and wind, Nate, didn't he? Like, Nate yeah. got an instantaneous erection and 
had to shoot this goose. <laughs> well, he didn't have time to think, which is why he shot it. Which is why he shot why it he in the it. head. That's yeah. why he hit it. <laughs> if you give him time, time you would have center blasted it for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, Texas heart shot. Had the same thing happen today with that loner and that other group kind of screwed it up. Kinda. We saw him coming though. Sorry, Joel. That's the one I had to sit up and turn around, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that one. Yep. yep. That I was well, and then go too. back. So bringing this podcast full circle for the 18th time, I hear him go. Austin goes, shoot that one if you can. And I'm looking. I'm like, uh, are no. you sure? Because that's all. Of For point, I was on the <laughs> other end of all the blinds. <laughs> right. I, hold on, hold on. I'll give him credit. He said, if you can. Yeah, he did yes, say he if did you can. Say. So I'm like. You nah. know, started to kind of sit up, but I'm looking like, I, I, that's out there. <laughs> but then, thankfully, it hooked around, came behind us a little closer. He still was, to, well, still wasn't the greatest it shot. It wasn't the greatest shot. I had to sit up, spin around, shoot behind me, and he was probably 35. Oh, he was 25, yeah, probably. Yeah, he was, he wasn't even to the corn. No. He landed in the corn. He landed in the corn. Children <laughs> of the corn. And then my bird dog, Joel, went and get him. That's nice. Thing. But I had to whistle, tell him which direction to go. I whistled you. He didn't mark it very good. Too. That pitch. For the pitch. What did we get? We have four pigeon today? Yeah, your black one. Dude, we shot a pigeon today. You have to check out the social media that was uh It was on Snapchat, it looks like I a, believe. It's, it looks like a yeah. crow. I guess like it's the blackest pigeon I've ever seen. It had some of that like blue iridescent. Yeah, that iridescent stuff on his the neck that they all get, but the rest of them was just like slate black. Like, it was really cool. It's crazy looking. I've never seen that before. Saw him when he landed all the way across the field. <laughs> was hoping it would be banned. If a guy had a one. the funding the color variations of pigeons and getting them mounted would be pretty cool. I've heard they don't they're, mount very well. They're, yeah, they're really thin skin. They're actually they're actually probably not that hard because you don't have to f- do much flushing. There's no fat on them really. Yeah, I've just I heard they rip and feathers fall much. out. Just all the color variations. It wouldn't cost so you very cool. much money. Be never I, I bet somebody would mount you a pigeon for pretty cheap. Hmm. It wouldn't take them much. There's not much work that goes into one. Yeah, you could get like a whole wall of different pigeon color variations. Yeah. It would be, it would be sweet. You could have a house. Right yeah. yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah. And then taking them to the taxidermist. Oh. Um, do you, you put talk them on like a tree <laughs> and then just bring it out to the field? I yeah. say talk about some there sweet you decoys. Go. Stuffers. <laughs> <laughs> Stuffer pitch decoys. Oh, I'm in. Like the dove tree? You just just got your pitch. You got your pitch tree and you just bring it out. Just started our own business. There you go. You just started our own. Or you business. just got to make like a corn pile and mount them on top Listen, of that. If I came up with it, someone, I guarantee someone's already. It's going to be on so the market tomorrow. So far gone, past. <laughs> just how it goes. Just what it is. So migrators next weekend, boys. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yes, please. Thank you. I mean, it is nice when the locals just come in on the deck, and it's all you got to do is maybe cluck at them a little bit just to center them up, and they're just. It's, Dead bird flying. It's just, yeah, it's like this is a dead but bird. We just have to wait for it to get here. Migrators do some fancy shit. Joel just likes the elevator drop. I they like do. They sat down today. It was so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how, how tall do you think that first group was today? They were in the clouds, I'll tell you that. The clouds were low, but they were in the clouds. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Can't fathom. Out of rifle range. <laughs> <laughs> snow goose migration height. I yeah, mean, they, they were, were they were up there. I don't know if it's quite snow goose migration height, but they were up there. It wasn't one of those snow goose days where, where it's just like, oh, it's that bluebird sky. Yeah. You're like napping. You're like, is that a – no, that's not that. Wait, is that something? They're it's just bigger. literally a speck. They're and it, getting bigger. It gets bigger because oh, it singles? is a Ross. Oh. <laughs> oh. And then he bails out at 90 after no, coming up from a mile dies. high. 
No, they usually single rosters. They usually are pretty stupid. elevators straight down about. 90 yards out, and then they get to like 20, 30 and yards, crawl. and they just crawl straight to you. They're the epitome. They are the equivalent of teal to the snow goose. And world. they die. And Ross, the Ross goose, has saved many a snow goose hunts. Just like the migrators. Or when they get in the little today. dog fight thing, where they're just chasing. They're not decoying. They're just chasing one I another, and they, they just get into range. I they're like, oh, good, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> I swear they play tag. Yeah, they just chase each other. They're, they're, they're more surprised than we are that they're in range. Yeah. <laughs> well, probably. This, they literally don't. You've seen, like, collisions. You'll see the Rossies doing that yeah. while other like uh, an actual flock of snows is working. They are oblivious to the world around them when they're doing that because there has <laughs> been so many near cutoffs, near collisions or actual. I mean, they're just like the snow geese tour. Like, dude, watch where you're going. Bro. Rossies still don't care. They're and just then like, it makes you feel really bad when the Rossies fly out at 80 yards. It just sucks. When Snow anything flares out. You learn to accept 80 yards. That's almost yeah. a victory some days. Yeah. That's almost shooting. Cut I mean, them, cut them taller, not at all. And you, you get 60 on some of those and rough those days, and it's so. Oh. So the birds the birds yesterday were definitely within Snow Goose range. Oh, that were, we didn't but call. But Canada's are way tougher <laughs> than Snow Geese. Yeah, they're a little yeah. tougher than I was just trying to bring it back around. This well, is good radio. Joel tried today. Come on, work with me here, boys. Joel tried today snow at that long shot. That was Snow Goose yeah. range. That, that was Snow Goose range. That was a decent Snow Goose shot. That was up there. I was actually really like Joel, really surprised you. he called it. It happens. I don't forgive the, you. It was it the was first one of the day. It was pretty stupid. <laughs> that was the first goose I shot at all year. <laughs> Little trigger happy. Was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, hey. you didn't get to shoot any yesterday. Yeah. I killed the one yesterday. That's right. Yeah, I didn't shoot any yesterday either. I don't think about it. If you hunted with Austin, you know you have about – Twelfth of a second to kill a bird. I wait for doesn't. it to be called. <laughs> <laughs> right, Sometimes. but when it is called, I'm saying. When it is, I don't call it though. Usually, right. it's I told call. Austin today there was a. I was on the far right side, being a lefty, and birds were kind of working left to right. I I had to beg and plead with Austin to let one get out of the hole for me, <laughs> so he could shoot <laughs> yeah, it. Did. Can I shoot that one, please? And there was two birds I peeled off to the right. I hey, just Dad. mentioned over to Austin, just hey, let one get out for me. Hey, Dad. I did. Hey, Dad, can did. I kill one? I, I killed Dad, mine. Dad, it's my turn. Dad, can I kill one? <laughs> I was on it. Can I, have a tr- can I have a try? <laughs> and he did. I pulled up, dropped mine, swung over. Okay, Joel. And Austin's rocking the 870 pump. I feel like we should throw it. Because he's too. a cheap ass. <laughs> hey, I got an 870. Oh, you got the 872? How come you can't hit shit? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because he doesn't have a pattern master. Right. Oh. Dude, get team pattern master, bro. Which? I like mine. I mean, whether it, whether it actually helps me or confidence. not, it, it's I a kill birds. Thing, I think. Well, I mean, uh, there is there in is. between. But I would say my you track record for shooting is stands on its own. Right. I mean, find what works for you and shoot it. I mean, you should be putting, you should be patterning your gun. What you should do, which I have patterned that gun a little bit. No, not this one. I patterned my 870. I have not patterned this gun, but I kill birds with it, so I think it's good. I think we're good. <laughs> yeah. Until you switch shells because what you're shooting now is too dirty, and then... This is true. I need yes. to need stay that. away from those. Because Dale, if anybody doesn't know, his 870 that he had that we d- previously discussed, that may have been the first time it was cleaned that it broke. <laughs> Dale does not <laughs> clean guns. Didn't work very good. Well, I can clean this one really fast because the Vinci breaks down in like three seconds. Of course you can clean it fast when you don't clean it. You wipe it down, put it in the case, and it's good. The no, inside I actually doesn't get clean touched. this one. 
Once? He, had, he started cleaned he, it multiple since times. he bought it new. He, he doesn't to. got doesn't get it in there. <laughs> well, yeah, when you shoot those Kents, this wasn't Kent, a two hundred dollar like, pawn like, shop not buy. to knock at not to knock at a particular brand, but this gun does not. The Vinci does not like the Kents. I, well, they burn dirty. They well, I can tell you, even like this spring, like, remember when you yeah. and I. We kept getting shorted by the snows. We yep. popped down those hay bales. I ran out of the shells that were in my gun. You tossed me a couple cans. I'm having issues all day. Took yeah. two shots with the Kent. My 870 like was jamming up. I should say when it's cold because I'm still I use them today and it didn't jam up one time. So I had so I had a little bit of an issue early today when I got excited. We were working a group of, of <laughs> my guys that were coming down, and as I was reloading my gun, one I somehow got in the but, well, magazine so what backwards. He's, what he's saying is his his erection got in the way. Kind of. So yeah. So. Use the wrong finger. Oops. <laughs> it was a very exciting moment. It was. It was very exciting. I was I was trying to load it quickly and everybody was smiling in the blinds. We was, like we like working geese. That was really fun. But it is the crew here which I finally got on the podcast because they're slackers and they did you want to sleep or well, go fishing? Like we've or discussed, there's no free time. We're all in twelve different directions. That's true. But finally got the crew on the podcast, so that was fun. So thanks guys. Appreciate yeah, it. Was a blast. All right. Everybody, go catch fish, shoot some geese in the face, or I, you a bear, know what? I think I or will something, catch or fish. this, or that, or whatever. Is there a nice wood bite going on right now? Can we, uh, we can maybe know. test the crankbait bite has started? You've only wood. been staring at your phone the whole podcast. The wood. Nolan. <laughs> there's only one way to find out if there's a wood bite or not. Yeah, go. go there's always a wood bite. Go That's flip not at true. It. That's not true. Where I am, where I fish, it all always a wood bite. It all depends on the weed die off and lake turnover. Which we're on a totally different path right now than we've been on. What do you mean? Just talk about goose hunting. There is no wrong path. No. Oof. Now we're talking bass fishing again because this is what well, we do. This is what we do. It's just well that adds. We I think it'd be brains. weird, but this is normal for us. Completely, it's one hundred percent normal. Why, it's just right we like to do a lot of cool shit. Yeah, we got some deep rabbit holes. Yeah. No. Oh, <laughs> it should be the rabbit hole podcast. Well, it should be called Ramble, the Ramble Fest. Ramble Fest. There you go. That's what it should be, but whatever. Anyways, I'm done talking to you clowns. No. Bye. Don't. Huge thanks to everybody who has taken the time to uh, download and subscribe to the Full Scale Outdoors podcast, to rate us, to review us. Um, you're doing great things, and we are growing every day, and I really appreciate it. Another way we're growing is we have joined the Waypoint Outdoor Collective. So what that means is people can now find us and listen to us on the Waypoint app on your Apple TV, on Roku, Amazon Fire Stick, smart TVs, uh, hell, even gaming systems. So um, if you haven't downloaded the Waypoint app, do it now. You're going to thank me. It has over 2,500 of the best hunting and fishing shows and short films out there. This is one of the best apps you're going to find. Um, so I just would like to say thank you again for those that have already subscribed. Let's share it. Let's keep this thing going. And, uh, I am proud to say that the Full Scale Outdoors podcast is now part of the Waypoint Outdoor Collective. So thank you very much. Join Captain Justin Leake and Meredith McCord for the best fishing action along Panama City Beach. 
Tune in to Chasing the Sun every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.